Start the show by saying, uh, "But this was kind of funny." John Stamos had to change his day of appearance to tomorrow. I like that. Really? That's a good move. Make it what seem like you got it? something going on. Make you busy. Makes it sound like something important is happening around you. What well, John called and said, "I've got something happening," and um, you know, I got things going on. Do you guys mind if I change to Wednesday? And I was like, "What could he have going on?" That he couldn't stop to just do this. Our show, I mean, it's early, early in the morning where he is. He's in California. What's going on? Yeah. It's 5, it's 5 a.m. So I said to myself, you know, there's nothing really that could be going on. But we didn't have anything better to do anyway tomorrow. So I was like, yeah, sure, John. I don't care. Definitely well, just. that's not the point. What's he doing at this time of the morning that he can't stop? But that's yeah. That's what I was consumed with last night. I couldn't fall asleep. I was like, "What could John Stamos be doing?" But it's a power move, you know. It's cool. It's like you know, you hey, I, yeah. It's like, hey, I, I got to switch my schedule around. I guarantee he's probably out promoting his TV show, and probably like maybe a couple of things got booked up, so he had to switch us because I don't think with anybody else you would switch. Like with Kelly and Ryan, you wouldn't switch. With Jimmy Kimmel, you wouldn't switch. But with us, it's like... All right, well, we're, then we can find out what he did instead of yeah. this. <laughs> Tomorrow, that's going to be the whole interview. That's what did you do? That's going to be the interview. <laughs> yeah. But I, I was like, sure, John, come on tomorrow because you'll be a little bit older and a little less good looking. So I'm glad. <laughs> come on, cause wait two more weeks. What do I care? Could be the day that everything falls apart. I mean, even Paul McCartney... Didn't have to reschedule. Paul McCartney didn't have to reschedule. Yeah, yeah. He's never done that to us. So always having dinner with Beth, and I go, I, I, something is consuming me. She goes, what is it? I go, John Stamos had to move his appearance to tomorrow. <laughs> and I started laughing like that. And uh, she was like, what could he be doing? I said, I don't know. <laughs> At five in the morning in California. But it's fine. I don't, I don't mind. I'm just consumed with it. You understand? No, I'm wondering what he's doing. I know exactly. What, like, what the heck is happening right now that he couldn't be here? Maybe he got neurotic. Like, he was like, you know, the TV shows are more important. Now I got suddenly I got a booking on Kelly and Ryan. I got a booking on Jimmy Kimmel. I want to look good. I want to be fresh. Maybe he you sees those he shows as more important. extra sleep. Like, Jimmy Kimmel right. doesn't tape early. Right. <laughs> need extra sleep. Whoa. 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 Woo. Holy <laughs> mackerel. Are you going to You know what I was doing this morning? You got a lot of gas in there. Are you going to explode? <laughs> oh, please. I'm so nuts. Like, thank God I got, uh, I'm going to, oh, I got to call my psychiatrist. What? I, I'm just crazy. I, I became consumed yesterday with, I bought a pen. It's called the Pilot 823. Okay. Something like that. I don't. I think that's it. The pen people know the names of these pens. They treat them like they're married to the pen. But I, uh, I like. I, everyone says it's the greatest pen ever made, or something. It's like just so great to write with. Mm-hmm. Is this another fountain it. pen? It's a fountain pen. Yeah, I bought it. Okay. And I haven't filled it because it's it's filled like a it's like jet engine fuel. You put the ink in, but it's got a air pump filler and. 
And it looked very intimidating to me. And sure enough, I studied like three videos online <laughs> how to fill this fountain pen. All I know is I opened up this bottle of ink. It's called Noodler's Ink. The ink, I, I guess they're trying to give you value. You open it up. It's so filled to the top. It spilled all over my hands. My hands are still red. It looks like I ate pistachios. <laughs> and um, all of a sudden, it was like, what is going on? And then I'm trying to pump it. You know, I'm trying to, and no ink is going in. And it says here, this, it says on the side of the pen, this is a special thing. You got to unwind it two inches. You got so I wrote this guy, uh, Brian Goulet, who's my pen guru. I go, now dude. you're bothering I, him every two seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm dependent on him. I go, dude, I bought this pen from your company, Goulet Pens. I go, I can't fill this thing. I just want to write. I just, and he goes, well, there's a special way of filling it if you want to fill it all the way to the top. But don't worry, you can do this. I'll coach you through it. And I'm like, what am I doing? There's ink now pouring all over my hands. And I'm going, my life is slipping away. And I'm trying to fill this pen with ink. And should they make a pen that that's that complicated? You've got to prime a pump. You've got to, I, I, it's like, and my hands are getting redder and redder with ink. I'm talking about ink was all over my sink, all over the, the countertop. Well, this is why fountain pens went out of style, yeah, Howard. Exactly. <laughs> and you're I, I, trying to get back in it. I said to Beth, I look like I gave a hand job to a squid. <laughs> Could have bought 4,000 big pens for the price of this pen. But there's something glamour. I write a lot, whether it's for the show or for. So I thought, you know, what would make writing fun? A fountain pen. And it does. I enjoy writing with a fountain pen. My handwriting is better. I, I treat it more seriously. But I'm going nuts. I'm going out. Why do you have life. to get a new pen? You were already, you had pens. And... I wasn't satisfied with my. Oh, you weren't. Maybe I'm that's what happened to Stamos. Maybe Stamos bought the same pen and he's <laughs> exhausted from trying to fill it. Because all of these fountain pen nuts, I'm watching them online. They're all like, this is the greatest pen. This is my favorite pen. It's my go-to pen. It's a workhorse. You know, I went on YouTube after you started talking about this. Yeah. And I saw that adventure somebody. An adventure Denali. And I, I said, all right, let me, let me listen to this. I lasted maybe a minute. Yeah, no, you got to be into it. She, she, well, she didn't even get to the pen yet. She was showing me uh, her, her dog or something, yeah. and then her the ferret. ferret, and yeah. then something else, and just be bouncing back and forth between all these things. You got to be I was into like, her. Why would I bother with this? What am I learning? Nothing. And if if somebody's watching this, they have nothing to do either. You're wrong. If you're into journals and pens, she's an authority. You're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. You're not. Well, why into that. can't she get to it? If it's important, get to it. Because don't she's be not bouncing a professional. From the ferret to the cat to the dog to the tree. But it's YouTube. You can fast forward through that stuff and go right to what you need. Well, to know. I wanted to know what De Adventure Denali was all about. She's about oh. BS. That's what she's about. No, she's not. Don't ruin this for me. You and Ralph. I don't like you. And today. then I saw the pen experts because I said, "All right, what's this next one?" And they're ranking the pens. Right. I'm like, Please. are you trying to ruin my happiness on purpose? <laughs> if I tell you something is joyous to me. This is I'm what I mean. I'm trying to tell you you're not enjoying it. You're not a friend. I'm, I'm not enjoying crazy. it. You're, you're kind of right. I'm not enjoying it. I go on the website 
the Goulet pen website. Yes. They, 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 you know what they wrote about this pilot pen? What? The refilling system is effortless. And, <laughs> and I, I wrote them. I go, it's not effortless. I'm, ha- I'm putting in an hour now on this and nothing's happening. So how can he say, well, it is uh, not, it is complicated to you and I can coach you through it. If he's writing, it's effortless. Oh, I need a co-pilot. It should be a co-pilot pen. <laughs> That's what will happen. You will eventually give over filling your pens to someone else. So you yeah. can just pick them up and write with them. I was thinking about that. <laughs> I'll be quiet, OJ. <laughs> you know. <laughs> OJ knows what it's like when you let things drive you crazy. <laughs> yeah. Damn. He knows how to release that stress. <laughs> you know. Uh, God. So I, I was getting crazy from that. And then, and you know, I, on, on um, Monday night and Tuesday night, I like to watch American Idol because it airs on Sunday and Monday and I watch it a day later. I like to get into bed and watch American Idol. It's, it's effortless. It's not a heavy show. It's, you know, and Beth doesn't care about it. So I could watch it on my own. Suddenly she gets into bed and now she likes American Idol and she goes, don't watch this without me. So now I'm laying in bed last night. I got nothing to watch. I want to watch American Idol. Do you Idol. think she likes it now because she likes Ryan Seacrest? No, she like she's I don't know what she she falls asleep to it in two seconds. <laughs> but now I can't watch my shows because she likes all my shows. Oh, my goodness. I try to find shows she doesn't like so I can watch them on my own because she takes forever to get into bed. She's, she's with the cat. She's this and that. Last night, she cut her finger. She had to fix oh. it. I mean, yeah. by the time she got in bed, it was like, I go, I can't watch American Idol. <laughs> she goes, well, OK, well, let's watch a little. I go, no, I have to get to sleep for work. <laughs> huh. I'm some I'm like Mr. Fun. Who could live with me? I'm so fucked up. Everything bothers me. I'm so irritable. I go, I, you know what? The only way to describe me is irritable. That's right. What's he like? Irritable? <laughs> I am. Everything every time I'm doing something, I feel like I should be doing something else. I feel like I'm running out of time. I feel I'm like and I want to watch American on these Idol. Silly pins. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to fill a pen for now, and I go, wait a second. An hour of my life just went by. I just want to write with. I just want to fucking try the pen. <laughs> this pen has a special thing. If you want to fill it all the way, you got to figure out how to s- recycle the ink, and 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 then there's a special rubber ring that you have to know how to use. And I think you're supposed to unwind it for two millimeters. And I'm like, I, I, there are surgeons who have less complicated uh, lives than my, right. my mind. Yeah. Yeah. You know why they make a pen complicated? Because they charge you more money. Ever buying it has nothing to do. Yeah. If you're looking for a fountain pen, (laughs) you have nothing to do. You know who I am? You know, you know what my name is? Miserable Denali. (laughs) I need a master's degree in pens. They already improved the pen. I wanted to put this red ink because I thought that'll be cool. I'll write in red. You were going to write in red. That was the other thing. Red ink. Yeah, it's called um, Noodler's Ink Australian Black Swan Rose or something. It's had a fancy name with a fancy bottle. I put the pen in the ink. The ink went flying all over the place because it's too full. 
I, I, uh, I, I, I spent 25 minutes trying to pump the pen up full of ink. No ink in it. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I'm watching the, the video. The ink is on your table, not in the yeah, pen. Not in the pen. <laughs> I wanted to take the pen, the ink, throw it out the fucking window. I'm supposed to have a staff that fills my pens for me. <laughs> That's what it's going to come down to. You got I anybody do over it. there? Teach, no, I, uh, no. Uh, teach I one of the do cats. <laughs> no, I want to do it myself. I want to do things on my own. The psychiatrist says I should do things on my own. And you're going to start with filling a fountain pen. Oh, here's a fact. You see, I missed this. Paula Abdul was a judge on American Idol last night. She subbed for Luke Bryan, who tested positive for COVID. Of course, he tested positive for COVID. I just read that. COVID. Yes, yeah. You should see those three judges. They're running around. Everyone is running around. I talked to now a doctor yesterday. Now they're going to make Paula Abdul sick. See, this is what's going to happen. I talked Paula to a doctor Abdul yesterday. Will go. People are out of their fucking minds. This guy was telling me, he's a doctor, he says, he's telling me about all the people who don't want to get vaccinated. That's number one. I read an article. Uh, 40% of the people in the military don't want to be vaccinated. Can you imagine the military? You're living on top of people. You don't want to be vaccinated. I don't know what people think the conspiracy is, but there's a million of them running around. And then, to make matters worse. But wait a minute, Howard. When I was in the military, they they just wanted us to take the vaccine. I know. Well, according to the article I read. the new military? Now everybody's coddled. Just <laughs> fucking shoot those guys up with vaccine. What are they crazy? Those are that's our fighting force. They got to be vaccinated. They're going to get sick. Right. And, and, and then I'm talking to a doctor I know, and he's telling me the which variant is it or the mutation of the virus. He oh, said they all that got these um, wild names. He uh, told with me numbers the, in them. He told me the Pfizer isn't any good against this mutation, and then he told me that I mean. I'll tell you, you know why I bought a pen? I'm going to write a farewell note. It's impossible. We're not going to survive this. People are fucking assholes. They won't get vaccinated. You know, I was thinking that myself. I said, people are so dumb. This will be the end of the human race. The earth won't have to throw us off. We're going to die of COVID because we're going to uh, destroy the efficacy of the vaccine by not taking it and continuing to have these other variants show up. That's the problem. Yeah, you hit it on the head. Anyway, so in order to take my mind off everything, I was watching. Um, I watch a lot of old Letterman shows, but this was so good. James Brown was on the David Letterman show. I don't know what year it was, but James was in great shape. You know, he was wearing those pantsuits he wears, like those fancy yeah, little very tight. made tight pantsuit. And he looked great. He didn't have the belly. And he's handsome. You know, I think James Brown is a very handsome man. I, I don't know. He's really? got a look. Yeah. I'm very, very attracted to him. I, I was hypnotized <laughs> to be a woman and I made love to James I'm, Brown. I'm shocked. <laughs> no, but I always like his look. And, uh, you know, in my neighborhood, James Brown was the man. So I really do believe that James Brown might have been the greatest entertainer of all time. The man could dance. He could play piano. He could sing. He 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 was an all-around great entertainer. But if you watch this clip from the Letterman Show, he sang, um, you know, "Get up off of your uh, get up off of that thing." Yeah, yeah, but but because the name of that song, though. Anyway, he got up and did a song. And even the clothes he's wearing, you have to be pretty cool to wear that shit and not get laughed off the stage. You know what I mean? 
Because yeah, it's like a woman's pantsuit. Yeah, sometimes they look like the stuff that you'd put on a toddler. But he made yes. cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or th- that shit that Jack LaLanne used to wear back in the day. You yeah, know what but, I mean, like I mean you know, material. those onesies are like what babies wear. <laughs> yeah, and well, they cape sometimes. It's like a Superman outfit. <laughs> but I'm watching James Brown on Letterman. And then like he, in the middle, he dances over to Paul Schaefer. He starts playing the piano. And then he high fives uh, Paul Schaefer, all in tune to the music. And it's, he gets um, back to the microphone to sing the next thing without yeah. missing a beat. It's unbelievable. He's probably the greatest entertainer that ever lived. And, you know, you see, like, all of Prince's moves were from James Brown. All of, like, Michael Jackson's moves. And so were Michael Jackson's, yeah. Yeah. So many entertainers, you know, took inspiration from that man. So I was watching that, and I started getting sad because James used to come on our show, and I got, I missed James Brown, and then... All of a sudden, I read that Joey Ramone. I didn't know this. It was the 20th anniversary of Joey Ramone's death. And I got really sad because Joey used to do our show. And I always felt bad for Joey because I felt Joey. First of all, he died. You know how old Joey was when he died? Take a guess. 45? 49. Oh. He's so young. and I even thought 55 was too old. I know. And I always thought that... Um, Joey, I think Joey, again, was a great singer. Not a good singer, a great singer, but the Ramones never had the commercial success that they should have. So many bands got inspiration from them. And then I just got sad, and I thought I'd pay, I'd start the show by paying tribute to Joey and not talking about fountain pens. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, 20 years ago this week, we lost Joey Ramone of the Ramones, 49. He had cancer. And, he, and I always attribute him a while to die, like from the cancer. He struggled with it. He was he sick did. a long time. Which is even worse. Like, yeah. I, I, if I had cancer, I want to go next week. Well, you certainly don't want to struggle and not, not make it. You know, right. like, that's horrible. Like, you struggled and made it. There's yeah. a happy ending. Joey struggled and didn't make it. But for those of you who are not fans of the Ramones, and I, it wasn't so much that I was a huge fan of the Ramones, but I was a huge fan of Joey's. I just loved his whole attitude. I loved the way he sang. I loved the way he came on our show and talked. And, the, and, and I grew to appreciate the music of the Ramones. I really did. It, it really, I even, I even put a song of the Ramones in my uh, movie. But the original members of the Ramones were Dee Dee, Johnny, Remember, Johnny was the guitar player, and he yeah. was, like, super conservative. Yeah. We had him on our Channel 9 show one time, Johnny Ramone, and we were doing a bit with the Ramones where they were playing golf, and we met referenced George Bush, and and, and Johnny was like, hey, man, uh, I don't want to, you got to rewrite that. I, I don't want to be associated with anything negative about George Bush. I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, whoa, the Ramones are into George Bush. But it was Johnny who was into uh, Joey was very liberal. Right. Johnny was ultra conservative. And that always takes you by surprise. You know, like a punk band. Like he's dressed up like this, but he's a conservative. Yeah. And Tommy Ramone was, and Joey, of course, were the other. And, and all the guys uh, took on the name Ramone. They, they, people thought they were brothers. They were not brothers. They just loved the name Ramone. Um, Didi, Didi Ramone came up with the name. And you know well, why? Oh, I thought Joey wasn't even a Ramone. No, no, no. Joey, Joey was Jeffrey Hyman. That was his name. <laughs> Hyman. <laughs> yeah, Hyman. Hyman. 
<laughs> they originally were four high school friends, and Dee Dee liked that uh, Paul McCartney. He he read that he used to check into a hotel under the name Paul Ramon. Ah. And so they became the Ramones based on the fact that Paul McCartney used it as a pseudonym. That's a pseudonym. That's a funny, funny thought. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. No, but Jeffrey was, I mean, Joey Jeffrey. was Jeffrey Hyman. <laughs> and here's the thing with Joey. It was weird. He was born with a rare tumor on his back. And the tumor is called a teratoma. Have you ever heard of this? That's how rare it no. is. No. Yeah. And so when he was a baby, they surgically removed his teratoma. And later on, he suffered from OCD, like really bad OCD and schizophrenia. Like he was really? diagnosed as schizophrenic. Wow. Yeah. Didn't know like all I said, that. Yeah. I mean, Joey had a bunch of demons. You know, Joey drank a lot. Joey was into drugs. He because self-medicated. I, oh, yeah. so much. Yeah. And that's what I think caused him to die young, but... Who knows? I mean, I'm sure it didn't help his immune system to be doing all that Keith shit. Richard, he's still here. Well, there you go. So maybe that, not, you know, I always look for a reason why somebody dies young. <laughs> but I need you can to take a reason, but it doesn't really mean that's it. Exactly. But I need to have control. So Looking I like to know. Osborne's still here. <laughs> I know he should. He doesn't have cancer. <laughs> so, uh. Okay, here's a fun fact. Do you want me to go on with my tribute to Joey yes, Ramone? Yes, Joey originally, a lot. Yes, Joey originally was the drummer in the Ramones. You didn't know that. No. Right. But by the time they put out their first album, he was the lead singer. And the first song that, um, big song, if you want, for Ramones fans, on that first album was Blitzkrieg Bye. These were good songs. Listen to Joey. He's got a great voice. Just a great way of phrasing. Rolling Stone put this song at number 92 on their 500 greatest songs of all time. And whenever the Ramones toured, every single show, every single live show, they played this song. They loved it. See, I think with time, these songs have become more popular, too. And you remember this song, I Want to Be Sedated? I want to be sedated. Here's the weird thing about that song. So Joey was always, you know, worried about his voice. So before every show, he would use a vaporizer to, you know, moisten his throat. So, you know, inhaling steam would help him get ready for the show. Uh-huh. So one night, so he's trying to do something good, something healthy. One night he's in Jersey there. He's steaming his throat and the boiling water, it just exploded. The whole vaporizer exploded. Don't ask me how that happened. And it scalded him. He goes on. He does the show. And then he spent the hospital. He goes to the hospital. He spent a week in the hospital. Still did that show. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. He was a trooper. He had second and third degree burns on his face and chest, and he still did the show. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, oh, 
Here's a good song. Remember the Ramon song called Pinhead? Uh-huh. All right. You might remember it was in the movie, the famous movie Private Parts. Uh, there was a scene where I'm a first-time disc jockey at WRNW. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm doing a little dance to this, and the general yeah. manager is staring at me. <laughs> I was trying to get into my show, and the general manager was staring at me. Pinhead. I think um, they wrote this song after they saw the movie Freaks. If you've never seen the movie Freaks, it's wild. You should watch it. The film was about this traveling sideshow, and it featured real carnival performers in the movie. Yeah, they had, and they had like a real Siamese twins and a bearded lady, and they had a pinhead. And a pinhead is that was an old fashioned nickname for people who had. Now, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but it's microcephalia. Microcephaly. No, microcephaly. It doesn't have an IA on the. Oh, it's microcephaly. Well, you're a nurse. <laughs> anyway, that's what causes people's heads to be kind of shorter, small. That's what. Yeah, like small, like what Beetlejuice has. And Beetlejuice has microcephaly, and he's a dwarf on top of that. So he's got so both. he got a small body and a small head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think, I don't know if I'd want to have a big body with a small head. So <laughs> I don't know. It's not a fun condition. But Pinhead, they wrote Pinhead. Like, I saw the movie Freaks like four times at the Uniondale Mini Cinema when I was growing up, <laughs> smoking a shitload of weed. And uh, I got to tell you, I never thought to write about Pinhead. I know. That's the brilliance. Uh, you thought to write about Cigar Man. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I wrote Silver Nickels and Golden Dimes after I saw Freak. <laughs> That's where Gabba 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 Hey Gabba Whatever that is In the movie Freaks Whenever the Freaks Welcome in a new member They go Google Google Gobble We accept her Remember Google Gobble We accept her Yeah Go for you Go for you Go for you Yeah And Joey wrote Gaba Gaba, hey. Yeah. Isn't that brilliant? Hey. It's amazing. Who would it's amazing. of that as a lyric? Yeah. I got to go back and watch that movie. Google, Google, we accept her. When our callers call in, we should just go, Google, Google, we accept you. <laughs> well, whenever hey. we have a new whackpacker, yeah. we should do that. Yeah, I like that. Google, Google, we accept you. I like that. We can't forget that. We get a new whack packer. It's going to be Google, Google. We accept you. That's right. We haven't had enough of a ceremony. <laughs> no, we when we uh, the last whack packer we inducted was who? Uh, uh, High Register Sean. No, no, it was Morphon Mike. Marfon Mike. Marfon Mike. Sorry. Right, but we didn't <laughs> say Google, Google. We accept you. No, we had to get high pitch Eric to vote for him, but we didn't right. have a gooba gooble we accept you at the end. Gooba gooba. Ah. See? 
Gabba Gabba Wee, we accept you as one of us. Yeah. Fucking Joey. I told you, Joey <laughs> was a genius. He wrote all the songs? You know, no. I mean, Johnny wrote. I mean, they all. I don't know how their dynamic worked. Uh-huh. All the years we had him on the show, we were just busy, like, goofing around with those guys. We never right. really we got never into the process. Right, we never found out what the, how they did everything. Yeah, like, they'd come on and... um. I, I pulled a clip. This is 1985. This is the first time Joey was on the show, and he was extremely nervous. I'm, I'm all nervous. I'm all hyper. Sit down, babe. I'm regretting this. Take your coat off. Stay I haven't started. While. I'm regretting this. Well, Don't regret it. I'll regret it. Oh, what is this? I'm oh, not sure Ra- I regret this, all right? Oh, Ramon's sweatshirt. Yay! Oh, I like that. Well, it's getting yeah. cold out there, right? Now, who's this guy you brought with you? This is Monty. This is our notorious tour manager. Tour manager? Now, what's the and deal? Actually, it was Monty who, uh, was, who had this wild idea about me coming here. Oh, Monty did. I thought it was your idea. Well, it was my idea, too. I mean, I mean, the, from the first time I seen you on uh, David Letterman, like, years ago, I yeah. said, uh, well, that, uh, that guy's all right, you know, he's... He's a sick guy, and I like, I, I think he's a good sick guy, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> what an endorsement. <laughs> yeah, you know, I uh, think he's a good sick guy. What am I going to tell you? He sounded a little bit like Rodney Dangerfield, Joey. A little bit. Yeah. Joey had a couple of great moments on our show. One was um, the famous answering machine. He left a message for Gary, and Joey was really drunk. And Gary told me that he almost deleted it before he realized it was Joey on the phone. That's how garbled the message was. Right. And it turns out this is a weird little fact. Joey had Gary's number because they were dating the same woman at the time. What? I didn't know this. Yeah, Gary claims that he and Joey were dating the same woman. I said, Gary, who is this woman? He never told us that. I asked him this morning, go, Gary, who was the woman you, you and Joey were both dating? And he goes... You wouldn't know, but she was really cute. She was really cute. She was very cute. She was really cute. That was his answer. <laughs> Fascinating. Hot, hot. I said hot. I she was very hot. Really <clears throat> hot. Very hot. <clears throat> Extremely hot. Did you know you were dating <clears throat> the uh, uh, Joey and you were dating her at the same time? Gary. We weren't. We weren't very serious, and I think it was more like we crossed over. You know what I mean? I don't think we were dating at the same time. I think we were done dating, and then she started dating him. Who went first? Um, oh, you Oh, you went first. Oh, yeah, I definitely went first. Gary. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to follow Joey. You know what I mean? No yeah. offense to Joey, but I, I look at Joey, and I would be like, hmm, he's been what around. What do you think when your girlfriend, uh, you know, go the next guy is Joey Ramone? <clears throat> I don't know. In a way, you're like. You go, I don't know what to think about that. I, I really don't. <clears throat> you know what I, I think? Wonder- I think I think that woman had pretty unique taste. That's what I think. <laughs> Exotic. I do I do want to give a shout out to my old roommate though, because we were I was listening to the message and I played it twice and I thought I was like some whack job just leaving a fucking crank call on on uh on my machine and I literally had my finger on the delete button. And my roommate goes, yeah. I think that's Joey Ramone. And I was like, based on what? And then when I played it again, I was like, Oh yeah, that's him. Yeah, the, the phrase he keeps saying, which is impossible to understand, is "Welcome to my nightmare." Hi, Gary. It's Joey. From uh, where you pick up the phone, where you wake about, wake about off your nightmare there. Welcome to my nightmare. Oh. I want to speak this stuff here. What? Hey now.
pretty good, right? I could interpret it for you if you want, but because I've well, listened to I it. Think, uh, well, I don't know about person a person first listening to it. I can make it out now. Hmm. Oh, okay. You were well, calling off through that. I don't know if everybody got it. Oh, you could hear me? Yes. At oh, first, I, I was lowered, like, what in the world? I turned off I my thought, microphone. <clears throat> I thought Fred was goofing on me. <clears throat> I no, no, no. I turn off my mic. Wait a second. I'm going to turn off my microphone. Tell me if you can hear me. <clears throat> yes. Well, that's you good. Did not that's turn off anything. That's really good equipment. We're doing great. <laughs> we're way ahead of the. We're way ahead of the curve. I'm sorry about that. Here, I'll play it again. I had no idea. When I, if I have a, a little um, phlegm in my throat, I wait to play something and then I turn down my microphone. Evidently, when I turn down my microphone, I'm still on the air. It has absolutely no bearing. I, I couldn't figure out where it was coming from until the very end. I was like, oh, my goodness, that's Howard. Awesome. Great job. <laughs> you are kidding me. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm thought sorry. I heard that yesterday at some point. <laughs> and, and now I'm sure. Bottom. Totally awesome. In the interest of, uh, I can clean that up in post. I can take that out. But here, I'll play it again. This is Joey's. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't know. I'm I'm all nervous. I'm all hyper. Sit down, babe. I'm regretting this. Take your coat off. Stay away. That's not the right take. Don't regret it. Oh, fuck me. I'm sorry. I'm really pissed right now, okay? I'm I'm, I'm about to, like, I told you every little thing aggravates me. Yeah. I'm about to blow up. I know. I I know. All right. Let me calm down. All right, I'm calm. Did you breathe? I don't think you've breathed, uh, taken a breath yet. No, I mean, I should be able to turn down my microphone. Ah, uh, fuck it. Who cares? Been doing this too long anyway. <laughs> Hi, Gary. It's Joey. From uh, where you pick up the phone, where you wake about it, wake about it, or if you're near, no near there. Welcome to my name, man. I want to speak to Stan. There it is. <laughs> Sorry, gang. Yes. Yeah. Middle of my Joey Ramone beautiful tribute. I'm hacking up phlegm on Mike. <laughs> you guys weren't supposed to hear that. You're supposed to think your hero is invincible. Never has phlegm. Well, my cover is blown. I'm human. I didn't want you to think that. People, lots of people didn't hear it. You're still superhuman to them. Right. But the part of the audience that did hear it doesn't think I'm superhuman anymore. (laughs) And that's all Stamos' fault. He was supposed to be on. (laughs) Uh, All right, let's move on from here. You want to hear some more facts about Joey? Should we pay yeah. an awesome tribute to him? Okay. Um, so that was one of his legendary moments. Another legendary moment was the fight Joey had with his bandmate, Marky. Marky was mm. the drummer. Marky Ramon. This is one of the greatest fights of all time. They accused each other of being drunks. Joey accused Marky of wearing a wig. And it got really ugly. Here's a little clip from it. This is Joey and Marky Ramon going at it. He's a dry drunk. He's a dry drunk. Yeah, so are you. He says, so are you. So are you. Look, I don't care about this. This is stupid. Well, of course right you here. do. You brought it up. You were a wig. A what? A wig. What's a wig? 
I don't know what he's talking about. He wears a wig, you know, he's bald. Oh, yeah, you, you're bald. Yeah, I wear a wig. Girls, girls are repulsed by him. Girls are repulsed. He's got tons of girls. I, I, I've yeah, seen him with you know, girls. You're living in a dream world. After a moment, okay. Mother Teresa. You're nothing. Marky Teresa. Nothing. You do your compilation album. Okay, thank you. you. I, I will. And I'll see you uh, in hell. <laughs> you in, you'll go to hell. All right. Oh, it's so goodness. great. Joey and Marky really went at it. it was, yeah, it was we brutal. had to end that feud a couple of times, and it always broke down into just a fight. Oh, yeah. It was great. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> you, women are repulsed by you. These are bandmates. These are guys <laughs> who are in a band together. This is what happens in rock bands. This is what happens. You know, you you know, we wish we would could have been a fly on the wall when like John Lennon and Paul McCartney would go at it. <laughs> anyway, before they hung up, we got them to apologize to each other, but it was really hard for them. Here here's the big apology. Let's do it together. I just go you give it a little head start. Right. We'll say just... one, two, three, four, and we'll go uh, I apologize. Okay. All right, ready? All right. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Come on, you just go, go on, and then I'll, I'll jump in, right? All right, all right. One, two, three, four. Come on, say all right. All right. Okay, I apologize. I apologize. All right. Oh, oh, wasn't that Lord. nice? Hey, we had closure. Yeah. Maybe we don't need Judge Judy. All right. What a great moment. <laughs> hmm. Remember, my, I, I, for a while I had a production company. My whole thing was like I was producing a bunch of movies and TV shows. Yeah. And then I got sick of it and I bailed on every project. But I, I optioned um, Rock and Roll High School. Oh, you did? That's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, this, it, was a, it was a musical comedy from 1979 that featured the Ramones. I was going to make a remake. Of, well, I was going to do a remake. Yeah. And the, you know, the, the, the song was... Uh, Oh, this, they did a song. They they wrote the theme song for Rock and Roll High School. I loved it. I think it would have been a good movie, but I lost interest, you know, like everything else. I just kind of said, you know what? I got a radio show. What am I doing producing stupid-ass TV shows? And I had like nine deals in production. Like I was, be, you know, I was going to be like Dick Clark or something. Right. And then every minute I'm sitting at home getting calls. Oh, uh, we want to do a rewrite on the script for Rock and Roll High School. I'm like, what? I mean, my, my head's spinning. We had just done four hours on the radio. The FCC is after me. I'm getting dragged into the general manager's office every day. They're bleeping the shit out of this show. I got to get the next show ready for the next day. We've got 27 other projects. And, I, you know, then I'm a, like I'm a mogul sitting at my desk all day. And the guy's going, well, yeah, we're, we're thinking of a rewrite. We want to have a meeting about Rock and Roll High School. I go, fuck you. A meeting about Rock and Roll High School. Don't you... Didn't I hire you guys to write it? Yeah, but we need your input. It doesn't happen without you. And blah, blah, blah. I go, this is a disaster. This this production company is a disaster. I thought when celebrities got production companies, you just put your name on shit and they send you money. That's right. You like rubber stamp things and everybody else does the work. Yeah. No, it doesn't work that way. You actually have to work. Because <laughs> I had always heard, like in Hollywood, when you see Brad Pitt, executive producer, they just want to get his name on there. Yeah. 
And that's what I was hoping for. I didn't realize. And then I realized, I woke up one day, I go, wait a second, we're going to put out a movie called Rock and Roll High School. My name's going to be on it as executive producer. And I'm going to take a chance that it sucks. I better get busy. So I'm in these meetings. I'm talking, giving notes. You know, and it's like, what am I doing with my life? You know, Dick Clark didn't have a four-hour radio show where he was being no. hounded by the religious right. If he didn't have people coming to that office, there was nothing for him to do. And believe me, if he had a four-hour radio show, other people would have been writing down what he had to say, and he just would have fucking, like, read it off a piece of paper. <laughs> I'm I'm busy creating something. I don't have time. So all of a sudden, the radio show starts to start, suffer because you got this stupid-ass production company. And then it turns out, like, even if Rock and Roll High School's a big hit and the movie makes a ton of money, for some reason, you never get paid. You never see jack shit. Right. Creative accounting, I think they call it. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, it's the truth. You don't see a dime. I said, what am I doing? Like, even that TV show that I put on uh, FX, uh, Son of the Beach, we had yeah. three seasons. It, there was, they, everyone's like, you know what? Just do this show, and then the other shows you'll make money. In other words, I, you know, just put this show on and then the other shows you'll make money. This I go, what, what you other do shows? For free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> when do you actually make money at this? And I realized, you know, my kids were young and I'm sitting in my office all day writing and on phone calls. You got to be a single guy for, for this kind of a career. You know, if you're doing a radio show and you're doing a, production company you know all of these things are great except you don't have a free minute yeah you know i'm getting up at uh we were getting up at like three or four o'clock in the morning commuting into the city i'm like what what kind of life am i having see that's why i was always jealous of oprah oprah just stamps her names on shit you know she doesn't she didn't write that magazine she got people to write that magazine of course it's out of business now but even with the oh, radio her channel, magazine go out of business I think so. I don't know. Do you see anybody reading O Magazine? Well, I know I keep seeing covers, but I mean, mm. I haven't seen one in a couple of months, but right. who knows? But even when she had a radio channel here at Sirius XM, they gave her 50 million bucks. She never showed up. That's what I was hoping to Did do with the production company. Did she walk through the building once? <laughs> I think that the, when she first signed the deal to get the 50 million. And then Gail, <laughs> then she had the to, check. <laughs> then, the cha then, the, then the channel became Oprah and Friends, and it was her friends. Yeah. Yeah. But no Oprah. No Oprah. <laughs> and then she gets like a Weight Watchers and she the, she does a couple commercials and then and, they, and she's, you know, she's heavy. She didn't lose any weight. She didn't even bother losing weight. Like that's that's what I was hoping with the production company. I'd be Oprah. I'd be, I maintain my girth and <laughs> still get to be a Weight Watchers spokesperson. But no. only Oprah can do that. I'm sitting at my desk. My agent's calling me. Did you did you get on the call about uh, Rock and Roll High School, Son of the Beach? We had two cartoons in production. Right. One was a space cartoon. There was another one with um, Howard Stern, the high school years. And I sold all of them. I was good in meetings. Like I'd walk in and sell shit. People would go like, yeah, that sounds great. There was one time I walked into a meeting. I really didn't have anything to sell, and I made something up in the guy's office, and he bought it. <laughs> I was on a roll. I had nine things sold in Hollywood. Wow. And then I, I called my agent. I said, I'm out. He goes, what do you mean? We got nine things. I said, I'm out.
I can't do it. I'm going to kill myself. Crazy. Oprah does it right. Oprah gets a TV network. No one said, where is she? She's sitting there, you know, in her house, relaxing. She's interviewing Meghan Markle uh, with a yeah. beautiful backdrop. Right, right. You do one of those a year, and that's the work. Yeah. Fuck me. That production company, Howard Stern Production Company. I was like, out, no more. It's gone. doesn't exist. Then someone said, well, you can hire executives to do all this shit. Then, you know, I was like, well, how's that going to work? They're go- Who's the executive that's going to run this thing and take over? And then if I come out and see Rock and Roll High School is a piece of shit, what am I going to do? It's my name on it. So I'm too much of a control freak to have a production company. You know what I mean? I'm not willing to delegate. Right. You haven't found that person that you trust with your vision. Right. Yeah. That was it. Oprah obviously found that person. Oprah maybe not doesn't care as much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she doesn't seem to really give a shit. She just kind of like, <laughs> you pay her, she puts her name on stuff. I think it's amazing that like, like Meghan Markle and Prince Harry now have deals in Hollywood. They have absolutely, I mean, okay, she has some acting experience. But think about this kid, Prince Harry. What the fuck does he know about show business and writing scripts and running a production company? So but they he's have doing a deal with Netflix. Well, you know what's going on. This wife, she's unbelievable. She, like, checked out the princess thing. She says, fuck this. It's boring. They, they go off to Hollywood now. And now Prince Harry, with his name, is able to get these production deals. And now she's got a, and now she's a producer. Yeah. And Prince Harry is chief impact officer. What the fuck is that? I want to be chief impact officer. Give me that goddamn job right now. I'm chief. Well, what I'll be doing is chief impact officer. He's chief not a cockney. <laughs> Hello, mate. As That's a chief impact. You don't know what he is. You, I you, know that he's kid, not a cockney. That kid didn't mumble two words in that interview. <laughs> he was so, I, I swear to God. He was like what, 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 back in the day when Mike Tyson was on Barbara Walters sitting on that couch. He's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where the fuck am I? <laughs> this is a guy who, uh, has, this kid has no fucking clue what it is. But all right, God bless. Anyway, uh, by the way, the Ramones had many great songs. I, I particularly like Rockaway Beach. This one, this was their highest charting song. It charted 66 on the Billboard chart. And do you know this song? I got this song. The KKK took my baby away. <laughs> this song always fascinated me. See, they had great songs. Joey wrote great songs. KKK took my baby away. The story was, this was about... Joey had a girlfriend and Johnny, the lead guitarist, stole the girlfriend. <laughs> and since Johnny was a conservative, you know, ultra conservative, he, <laughs> the KKK took my baby away. <laughs> Johnny played <laughs> guitar on this song. And, and yeah. And Johnny <laughs> went on to marry the girl. He didn't give a shit. Like Joey was in love with this girl. <laughs> and so he called Johnny steals her and he goes, KKK took my baby away. Now, 
Now, Joey's brother, Joey's brother has said that it is not the KKK took my baby away is not about that. Okay. What's it about? He, he claims Joey back in the day was dating a black woman and the parents were dead set against it. So he was calling his parents the KKK, which is I, even cooler. I, yeah, I love that. The yeah. KKK took the baby away. <laughs> Either story works for me. Whether it was about Johnny stealing the girl or the right. parents hating the black girl. I don't know what it was. Uh, and they did some great covers, too. I, I love that they covered the Spider-Man theme song. I thought that was cool. And I told you, I sit and listen to this one all the time. There's a video of it. I watch it on YouTube. This is their cover of uh, Times Come Today. I thought it was great. And, mm. and I thought Joey sounded great on this song. Another day. I just love that. You got to watch the video too. It's great. You want okay, so my wife walked into my office when I was thinking about Joey yesterday. I started watching James Brown, then I ended up with Joey Ramone, and I was thinking about twenty years since he's dead, and and I told her the story. She got goosebumps because this this be prepared to be really sad. All right, this is just a heartbreaking story. So Joey got cancer at the end. And uh, it was a long battle. And Joe, the story goes that Joey died, died while he was listening to the U2 song in a little while. You know that song in a little mm -hmm. while? Joey's in his hospital bed. He knows he's close to the end. He knew. He knew he was dying. Mm -hmm. And he said, I want to hear this song. He wanted to hear this U2 song. And as the song ended, Joey passed away. Love this song. And you know, I, I started thinking like Joey's laying there, he knows he's dying. He says, I want to hear this song. Like the last you know the last conscious thing he wanted to experience wasn't a meal, wasn't a you know, it was this song. He loved music so much. Amazing, yeah. Yeah, isn't that an amazing story? Doesn't that make you sad? See, that's a perfect ending to a movie, even. Yeah. You, know? you did the Joey Ramone story. This is the end. I read somewhere they are making a Joey Ramone story. Really? I hope they do use that as an ending. Now, if you want me to consult on the script, I'm not available. <laughs> I wish the ending to the Joey Ramone story was he wanted to hear my show one last time. <laughs> but this is what Joey died. Uh, he died and he was listening to this. Mm. Anyway, um, Joey Ramone, 20 years gone, we miss you. And, and thanks for the great music and the great radio that you did for us. And I thought we should honor him. Uh, by, I'm glad you did. You liked it.
You're happy. Yes. I didn't I like know that. it was that long that Joey's been gone. And he was a great guest. And we will, when we induct a new WACPAC member, may it happen soon, we will say. We accept a one of us. We accept a one of us. Gooba gobble, gooba gobble. We accept her, we accept her. Gooba gobble, gooba gobble. One of us. One of us. That's right. That's where Gabba Gabba Hay comes from. I bet you even Meg Griffin didn't know that. Oh, you know Meg knew it. I'll tell you one thing about Meg Griffin. That woman was a champion of the Ramones before anyone I knew. That's right. I'd be driving in my car listening to our radio show. And uh, I'd be coming into the radio station. We both worked at the same station. And she'd be playing endless Ramones. And i go, what the fuck is she playing? <laughs> I was not into the Ramones back then. Then she'd have them out in the parking lot and interview them. And she knew they were great. She knew it before anybody. I thought she was out of her mind. <laughs> I mean, I was Turns like, what? Out she did know something. Oh, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? Hey, as long as we're talking rock and roll, do you, do you, um, you know, I mentioned the Ramones got their name because Paul McCartney would go to a hotel and register under the name, you know, Paul Ramone, Paul Ramone. And I love to learn how bands got their name. I'm fascinated by that. I love all things rock and roll. Yeah, because you can really screw up and when you name a band and make it all something right. that's really uncool. All right, I'll play a game with you. You like okay. games. All right. I do. This is called the Original Band Names Game. Uh, I'll be bad. Well, what is your... Let's go meet our contestant. Hi, honey. <laughs> What's your name? Robin. Robin. That's a nice name. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> You're very sexy. <laughs> Why, thank you, Howard. Oh. Feel free to uh, comment on my appearance. Uh, better yet, don't take a look at me. <laughs> Hi, ladies and gentlemen. This is the uh, original band names game. Welcome to our show. I'm your host, Howard Stern, and our lovely contestant is from Baltimore. Her name is Robin Quivers, and she says she wants to be on the radio. Good luck, honey. Thank you. A lot of people are fascinated by this game. As you know, bands like Green Day, what was their original name? Sweet Children. A lot of people don't know that. I didn't. For, you didn't know that. Well, you'll do horribly at this game. I know. I told you I'd be bad at this. What's, what, what's my prize? What am I losing? You get to see my penis. Uh, by the way, how, are you wearing a bra? <laughs> yes, I am, Howard. Oh, thank you. Uh, Maroon 5, what was it? their original name was... Kara's Flowers. Kara's Flowers. Thank God somebody got a hold of them. I'm going to read the original name of the band, and you guess the famous band they became. Okay, Robin? All right. Okay. All right. By the way, Robin, are you a single lady? A lot of guys in the audience want to know. Uh, yes, I am. How oh, good. <laughs> You'll give us your number. All right. Let's play our game. I'll give you multiple choice, because otherwise you'll never get any of it. I'll never get it. Yeah. That's right. Which band was originally named? Which band was originally named Polka Talk Blues Band? Polka Talk Blues Band. Was it Blues Traveler, Pink Floyd, or Black Sabbath? I'm gonna see. This is sad because I'm gonna go with Blues Traveler. 
That is sad. You're right. That's sad. You lost. You, the, the answer <laughs> is Black Sabbath. Because it had blues in the name. <laughs> uh, well, that's what I would have thought, too. Polka Talk Blues Band, Black Sabbath. Oh, you're this, kidding. Um, yeah, the, the name came from talcum powder that Ozzy Osbourne's mother used. And, of course, uh, <laughs> they named the band after it, but... I guess they changed it to Black Sabbath in 1969. How do you go from polka tongue blues, whatever that was, to Black Sabbath? Generals gathered in their masses. A little polka tongue blues band for you. <laughs> they changed the name to Black Sabbath. There was a Boris Karloff horror movie playing across the street from their rehearsal room and the name of the movie was Black Sabbath. So, Better name, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So far you're doing miserably at the game, Robin, but well, who cares? Well, my first uh, effort. Alright, we won't even count that one. That was a practice one. Okay, this one. <laughs> Which band went by Tony Flo and the Miraculously Majestic Masters of Mayhem? That was their band. Was it ELO? The Red Hot Chili Peppers or Grand Funk Railroad? Tony Flo and the Miraculously Majestic Masters of Mayhem. I'm going to say Red Hot Chili Peppers. Robin, you're on a roll. Oh. In 1983, they changed the name and became the Red Hot Chili Peppers. According to Anthony Kiedis, when they changed their name, he said it's a derivation of a classic old-school American blues or jazz name. There was Louis Armstrong with his Hot Five. Also other bands that had Red Hot, this or Chili, that. But no one had ever been the Red Hot Chili Peppers, a name that would forever be a blessing and a curse. Which I don't know why it's a curse. To me, it's only worked out well. I don't know. All right. Atomic Mass. Interesting name, right? Yeah. Atomic Mass is an interesting name. Which band originally had that name? ACDC, Van Halen, or Def Leppard? Atomic Mass. Ooh. I'm going, it's all total guess. Go ahead. I'm going with ACDC. That's what I would have thought. You're wrong. Def Leppard was Atomic Mass. I was going to say that I wouldn't have given that name to Def Leppard at all. Yeah. Well, Robin, you Not know when you're wrong. Face. When you're wrong, you have to remove an article of clothing. Which is it going to be, your top or we your pants? We didn't establish that at the top of the show. Oh, everyone knows that. Those are the rules. <laughs> I did not. It's a really pervy game show. <laughs> Def Leppard. Changed their name from Atomic Mass in 1977. The lead singer, Joe Elliott, came up with the name Def Leppard. He was um, coming up with the name while designing fake band posters in art class at school. He changed the spelling to D-E-F Leopard to make it seem less like a punk rock band name. I don't know. I don't but, know why that is. But... Like Def. You know, remember, like, at the beginning of hip-hop, everyone was Def. Like, you're, like you know, Def Oh, yeah, Jam. yeah, yeah. 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 Fuck do I know? Do you want to play this game anymore or are you done? Well, I'm never going to be right but except by accident. I don't know what anybody's All right, here I'll was. fuck the game. Here, I'll give you a couple of more. I uh, guess who was known as the rattlesnakes? The Bee Gees. <laughs> really? The Bee Gees. Yeah. 
<laughs> Bee Gees, of course, are like the brothers give BG. See? Right. You know that. That um, documentary on them is really great. Yeah, fabulous. Like, you want a whole story about that? Or do you not care? I don't care. Well, either. they didn't bring it up in the documentary that they had another name. <laughs> Seems in uh, early on they would sing over the PA system at the Radcliffe Speedway in Australia. Bill Good, a race driver, liked what he heard. He contacted a local DJ named Bill Gates. Imagine that. Hmm. The two Bills, Good and Gates, coined the kids' group name and their own initials. Oh, so later it stood for Brothers Gibb. Who the fuck knows? BG. They're claiming these guy, this guy, Bill Gates. Bill and Gates. Uh, yeah. Bill and, B and G. Bill Gates. Yeah. <laughs> and later on, they'd say, what were the Brothers Gibb? So that's an interesting story. Who is known as the T-Set? Answer, Pink Floyd. They were known as the T-Set. Yeah. <laughs> Several band members were studying architecture at universities when they met. The T-Set was a pun on a technical drawing instrument known as a T-Square. Jesus, what a horrible name. Yeah, when all Sid Barrett, these guys were saved by changing their names. Yeah, when Sid Barrett joined in 1965, he pitched the name Pink Floyd. After they discovered there was already another band called the T-Set. Thank goodness they were saved. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Weird, the T-Set. What a horrible name. Uh... <laughs> hello, hello, hello. That's the T-Set, people. Is there anybody out there? Wow. Hello, hello. Yeah, this is a weird name. Pink Floyd. They, when they discovered there was a T-Set, Sid Barrett combined the names of two blues musicians he listened to, Pink Anderson and Floyd Council. Huh. Such is, was the name Pink Floyd. Pink, this is Pink Anderson. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know my mind. You don't know. Doggone Sid Barrett, the guy who lost his mind from acid, he, he used to listen to that, and then he'd listen to Floyd Council. And that's how they became Pink Floyd. Wow. Pink Anderson, Floyd Council, Pink Floyd. Go ahead. What do you think of that? I would never have uh, come up with that name because I didn't know no. Pink or Floyd. <laughs> well, Robin, you've been wrong. Now you have to remove all your clothing. Uh, <laughs> just take it all off and sit there. Do you want any more? Do you want one more? One more. You like this? Okay, one more. I, it's annoying, but well, you it know, is I love to know things. So you're yeah. teaching me. All right. Maybe you know this. I knew this one. I actually right. knew this one. The, okay. What what band was originally named Mookie Blaylock? You'll know this. Was it Weezer, Green Day, or Pearl Jam? Mookie Blaylock. Weezer, Green Day, did you say? Yeah, or Pearl or Jam. Pearl Jam. I'm going to go with Pearl Jam. That's right, because because <laughs> I believe we spoke to Eddie Vedder about that 
Maybe we didn't. I knew that I'm they had named sure. their favorite uh, player was Mookie Blaylock, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then they changed their name after they signed to Epic Records in 1991. The bassist, Jeff, he uh, came up with the name. He wanted the name Pearl. And then they added the jam after attending a Neil Young concert and noticed that his songs could be improvised in 15 to 20 minute jams. Isn't that weird? Mm. So then they became Pearl Jam. There you go. All right, here's the last one. What band <laughs> called themselves originally Rat Salad? Rat Salad? Yeah. Was it Van Halen, Hootie and the Blowfish, or Nirvana? I think Rat Hootie Salad. and the Blowfish is a terrible name. They'd be better off with Rat Salad. But yeah. I'm going to say... You're saying that Hootie and the Blowfish today should change their name to Rat Salad. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> okay. Uh, who was the first band? I forget. Van Halen, Hootie and the Blowfish, or Nirvana? Rat Salad. I can't imagine Van Halen ever being anything but Van Halen, so I'm going with Nirvana. It's Van Halen. Now you have oh you have nothing God. left to take off. You're completely <laughs> nude, so... I have my shoes. I'm kicking them off. Eddie wanted to name the band Rat Salad after the Black Sabbath song. They were huge fans uh, of um, of this song. Rat Salad. But anyway, I guess they thought better of it. Thought. Oh, look at this. Fred got naked, too, and I have no idea why. Look at him. <laughs> He, he wasn't even playing. I guess he missed a few. That's the fun of this game. Anyway, then they became Van Halen, and the rest is history. And, you know, you know that story, right? Yeah, the perfect name was already right there with them. Yep. That's why uh, Robin and I are going to name our band Quivers. Has there ever <laughs> been a better name for a band? I mean, uh... The choice between Van Halen or Rat Salad. And just think of poor Wolfgang would have been Wolfgang von Rat Salad. You're right. Would have been terrible. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Rat Salad. That's at the end, though. It's uh-huh. Uh -huh. something he does. That's crazy. I like that outfit that uh, David Lee Roth wears where it's like, it's super tight and it's like a leotard, except the whole front is scooped out and it's got yeah, a big hairy chest. He can't, he can't close the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is so great. <laughs> Love that part. Hey now. Panama. Ha ha. got the shittiest thermos. They should, this company should be... Maybe I'm doing it wrong. What, what, what are you supposed See, to do? <laughs> supposed, all the, I boil water and put hot water in this thermos, but it's completely cold now because... Is there the top, heated, an opening in the top? Yeah, there's a top that you press down on to get the water out, but I don't know how you seal... Oh, maybe you seal it like that. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. Harder than loading Obviously. a fountain pen.
I mean, the fountain you can't pen, even work a thermos. Are you going to load a fountain pen? I need people. I've come to that conclusion. It's too late for me. Sitting here, I bo- I managed to boil water this morning. That I managed to do, and then I put it yeah. in the thermos, and it's all cold. Uh, I don't know what happened to America. For for you, thermoses don't even work. You know what it is? You know, the thermos always knows. No, the thermos doesn't always know. The old thermos is new. These new thermoses don't know what they're doing. I'm telling you right now. Let's go to Mike from Maine. Mike, what's on? Oh, Mike from hey Maine. Now, How Howard. you doing, pal? Yeah. Hey, now. Hello, Howard. This Come is uh, the guy who calls Bubba the Love Sponge all the time. I haven't called Bubba for quite a while, actually, to be honest, Howard. I haven't really heard his show a lot lately, so... Um, you know, I'm a Howard Stern fan first and foremost. Let's not forget that. All right. Um, but I heard, I did see on Facebook, he posted, uh, we all have COVID, so fuck it, we're doing a show tomorrow. And so some of the people weren't sure if it was a work or if he actually, like, had, if they all really truly have COVID. But um, I don't Who know if you've heard COVID? anything about it, if you've talked about Bubba it. Bubba the Love Sponge has COVID? Allegedly. I, I honestly, I didn't hear the show this morning, but I, oh. he said that uh, on his Facebook page that we all have COVID and we're just doing a show tomorrow. And so I don't know if you heard from him or if you heard about that or if you think he actually does have it or if you think he's just trying to get people to tune in or what. We we email each sure. other every once in a blue moon, you know, just to say hi. But Did he um, email you about having COVID? <laughs> no, it could be. You know, Bub is one of those guys that loves radio stunts. So he uh. here's my theory. He could either have a, <laughs> he could either be bullshitting or he could really have it because, you know, Bubba. Right, he's, he's not, trying to work right through it. He'd take you to bed with him. And do you see Bubba really paying attention to any of the rules? Like where? Absolutely you not. not. Oh he no, in, Howard, they're wide open down there. They're they're wide open in there. They don't wear yeah. masks and they don't they don't stay away from each other. I don't think. I don't think. Oh shit! And but you know, and Bubba's the. Uh, you know, I don't want to body shame, but Bubba's a uh, chunky guy. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Well, he does have a pre-existing condition, is what you might say. Well, he's got to. I mean, the, the man at one point weighed 400 pounds or so and used to wipe his ass with a towel. In fact, he didn't wipe his ass with a towel. I think his wife had to wipe his ass with a Some towel. Some girlfriend. He wasn't even married to her. She was sweet enough to go clean him up after he took a dump. But Bubba should have had the vaccine. I mean, he has a body that qualifies for a vaccine. They say if you're overweight, you were, you were yeah. entitled to get it right away. Jason got it immediately. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, you're you're fat. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Get in here." I have a bit of an update on this Bubba thing. If go ahead, April so, Fools. So, no. So he he's on Twitch. He does his show on Twitch, so you can see what's going on. So right. for the past few minutes, uh, he was talking about he wasn't feeling well and he wanted to go home, and he was smoking. He had something in his mouth. I guess it's called a nebulizer. I guess it's right. supposed to help open up things or whatever and uh the show just went off the air it looks like oh. and i hear i see people in the chat saying get well so uh i think i think it went off the air for now <laughs> i hope it'll be all, so maybe he really has it i hope i, I, hope, I, I think I, so I, I hope it'll be all right because you know when you're heavy set it can really uh it can do you in let's be honest wow Bad news, Howard. i mean I had a step. We I had will a step be back on the step, air tomorrow. It's going to be quite an epic show. We've all tested positive for COVID nineteen, so we can't give it to each other. We already have it, so fuck it. We might as well do a show. Well, that's a true radio man. Uh, one thing about Bubba, he loves being on the air. I mean, but 
how did they all get it? They were already together and they gave it to each other. Yeah. Well, they're going in and doing the show together. And my point is they shouldn't have been going in and doing a show together before. <laughs> now it doesn't matter. Right. But you can't, you can't talk to this guy. <laughs> he's got to do what he's doing. You know what I mean? Uh, well, I'm I'm uh, very fond of him. I hope he uh, I hope I hope he'll be all right. If it's uh, if it's the yeah, real it's deal, yeah, nothing to play with. I hope he takes it seriously. <laughs> Howard, let me ask you this: There's a college here in Maine that is. <laughs> well, I'm just laughing at you. To... <laughs> I hope he what takes it I seriously. You, well, you, know, you know what? COVID will make you take it seriously because pretty soon he won't be able to breathe. COVID will knock the fun out of you. Yeah. Yeah, Knock you know, the shenanigans you out of you. Yeah, I guarantee you, you can't shock the puss when <laughs> you're uh, when you There'll have There'll be COVID. no shit fan with COVID. <laughs> By the way, if I had COVID, you wouldn't see me at all in 2021, possibly 2022. You just wouldn't even go down. Well, that's okay. why I'm glad you're keeping yourself safe. Well, oh, if we don't this even is... get to see you now. You're not even on the streets now as it is with a mask on. You're not even, you know, let alone... If someone around you actually had COVID or if you were, I don't know, if you had COVID, yeah, we'd never see you again. It'd be like bed bugs to you. You'd be afraid forever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I go for walks, but. Wearing a mask? No, I don't wear the mask when we go for a walk. I don't see anyone. And, and no, oh. one, no one around here is wearing a mask. So I don't know. And then my neighbors don't wear a mask. Everyone just walking around without a mask. You're I guess staying be... away from them, I hope. I'm trying. I don't know. I mean, uh, why, these why people do you risk your life like that when people, people are running, are people, I see people running, they run, they run, they run and they, they run right on top of you. In other words, they, they run right next to you and they go, huh, huh, huh. right. Yeah. They're yeah. Spewing droplets. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And then they, they go, oh. well, if you're vaccinated, you won't get it, but you could get a variant or a mutation of the COVID and. You I don't can know get actual on. COVID anything when you've had the vaccine because it's not 100%. Right. Immunity. Oh, shit. I probably so have it. get your fucking mask on. I probably have it. Right. Oh, I know a guy whose wife got it, but he never got it. And he couldn't. He was mystified that he never got it. I'm like, well, not everybody gets it. It's kind of like any sickness. Not everybody will get it, but... Some people get it and their asses get kicked or they get killed. So it's worth taking a, you know, taking a little bit of a notice to that, right? I mean, there's a college here. Well, yeah, but you don't know if you're one of the people who won't get it. That's the thing. Everybody's running around like they know they won't get it. I know. You know what? Everyone's going to get it. We're all going to die. Get ready. (laughs) I'll be here all by myself. (laughs) Yeah. In the the whole world, it'll be only me. Do you think oh, they should tax or fine people that won't wear a mask? There's a college here in Maine that's starting to fine students that don't wear a mask, even if they're by themselves walking. If they're on campus, outside of the room without a mask on, they pay fifty bucks. And, Good. Uh, one kid's like, I don't know. I don't know what. Myself. I don't know what to do. They say if you walk outside, you don't need one. If you're far away, but then somebody comes running right, right next to you. That's and, right. You can't control the people but, who run up behind you. That's why you so should get wear the fuck a mask. Away from me. Yeah, but they don't wear a Robert, mask. So in other words, I'm protecting you, them. They're not protecting me. You are protecting yourself as well. You are. You can't get as many droplets through the mask as no. you can if they're running by you. You have some protection because it's a very brief encounter. But I why see. waste your time 
trying to fight off their droplets, put on a mask. <sighs> what a fucking nightmare. What a nightmare. You don't know that they're vaccinated. Have they, have they determined whether or not you can get it from touching stuff that people who have COVID have it? Uh, that says to me. What they're saying right now is that you don't have to disinfect your house the way. Remember at the very beginning, everybody was dis- disinfecting yeah. every surface. You don't have to do that unless somebody sick has been in the area. So unless somebody sick has been near you or near the package or near whatever, you don't need to to do anything. Mm. But I love how you all of a sudden just let down your barrier. Well, nobody else is wearing a mask. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to do. I mean, everywhere I go. And and then, uh, so so let me ask you something. Uh, I, forget. I, don't, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Just had it. It's just it's it's just impossible out there because Stop nobody the gives a shit. Said, don't put down your mask yet. When did you hear you can take off your mask? I went somewhere where I had my mask on, and I asked the guy, "Do you have a mask?" And he said, "No, because I had COVID. I'm not getting." No, I said, "Do you had did you have the vaccine?" He goes, "No, because I had COVID." And I guess go, what? That doesn't mean anything. You can get COVID again, even if you've had it. Yeah, this, but this is what this is why we're losing the battle. Well, you're helping now. You're going to be maskless too. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm joining the crowd. <laughs> you're, trying, up? you're trying to mandate a smart decision, and people get angry that you're trying to make them safe. I mean, sometimes some of it's bullshit, but some of it's just common sense. If someone's been sick or nothing, if you're gonna be near a guy for more than a few minutes, I would wear a fucking mask every time, just because I don't need to get sick, but also. Yeah, I'm one of those guys that thinks I'm not going to die from it, but I never know. So I'm not going to just be an idiot. You I'm know, one of those guys that knows. People are getting the mask, I mean, the the infection now because this new variant, which is everywhere now, is uh, the uh, young people are more susceptible to it. Because Beth's starting to tell me she's going to socially distance with certain people and she's got all her rule. And I'm like, well, if you get it, then I get it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, that's why I'm throwing in the towel. COVID wins. That's it. Wait I'm done. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going to get wait it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who is she socially distancing with? Uh, people who've people had who are vaccinated. Yes. Okay. They have said outside that it's okay to be with people who've had the vaccine and be maskless. No. You can't follow <laughs> the rules. Is that the problem? <laughs> No, I, I'm following the. I, I don't want to get into it. I am following. The <sighs> Beth is the problem. She's not. Beth is only seeing people who've been vaccinated. That's okay. No, there's. I'm. I, I'm going to end there's the show. And to go ahead, give like to this right. I don't want to end up like Bubba <laughs> with the fucking with the fucking COVID. <laughs> I love that you're at home. Enough. You're not even in studio, and you're so worried about COVID. You're willing to cancel your show and just call it quits. Yeah. I'm canceling the show and I'm alone in my studio. <laughs> That's fear, Howard. That's fear. They've won. Because you know Bubba, Bubba, Bubba got the, the COVID and now now I think I have it. <laughs> you have a he's a radio guy. He does have a strong constitution, Howard. He, you know, he's one he of those does. guys that is, you know, he seems like a bull, but he's, when he gets knocked on his ass, he gets knocked on his ass. I remember in the past, like he'd be sick and he'd be just, you know, trying to push through. And he's like, I can't fucking do this. This is too much. It's like, you sound like shit, Bobby. You should go home. 
You know, if he, the radio if he, not if bad, he can't, works. if anyone can be COVID, it's Bubba. You'll see. <laughs> He'll come through. All right. Right. Thank you, Mike. Very good. You got the, oh, you, you got, hey, I, I, got, I am I, shocked. Yeah. I got a comedy I'm, show I'm supposed to be hosting next week that's outdoors, and I'm wondering how many people are going to be wearing masks when we get in close contact or if we even should. It's something I, I can't stop thinking about, like, do I need to wear a mask and look like a nerd, or do I need to just kind of try to play it cool and stay away from people and not act like it bothers me? You know what I mean? How close is the audience to you? Uh, well, I mean, it's going to be a long show. It's going to be some bands. You know, it's going to be a pretty good event. So we're, uh, I'm going to be around mingling with people throughout you know, a couple of hours. So as far as I know, I plan on wearing a mask if it gets, you know, I don't know, too deep, let's say. If I get too, I can't get Who's like so desperate sure how- for comedy that they have to see Mike from Maine? He's the only one who's performing. This is his Imagine <laughs> imagine you're in the hospital and the doctor goes, How do you think you got uh, COVID? You go, Well, I, I went to the Mike from Maine show. <laughs> the guy goes, Who? Like, well, why did you give up your life? Because I had to see Mike from Maine, this fucking guy. I needed a laugh. <laughs> I didn't even know Mike from Maine was a comedian. Nor did I. Yeah. Well, you know. Takes all kinds, I guess, Howard. I'll tell you well, what, if you're going to be mingling with people, you better wear a mask. Never mind that. That's what I'm you're saying. Gonna be, if you're going to be doing a show, you better be fucking funny. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you well, imagine? Guess, no, just me. I'm the live. I'm the host. So I don't have to be the funniest. I just have to make people laugh. So, And uh, there's going to be bands. And it's at 420... Uh, give, me a, give me a joke that's worth dying for that I have to go see <laughs> the mic from Howard. main show. I you know, it's kind of, you can't just tell a joke, but all right, you know, I'm a married person and, uh, my wife and I have been having sex for a long time now. We've been together for 20 years total. And, uh, lately I thought she was starting to get kinky because she started begging me to choke her while we were having sex. Turns out she just didn't want to have to be awake for the whole thing. So <laughs> that's good. All right. Maybe I'll go, maybe well, I'll go to the show and die for that. Thanks, Howard. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Over 72,000 people tested positive for COVID in the U.S. yesterday, and close to 500 people died yesterday. Yeah, people are still dying. People are still getting it. People are still being hospitalized. And it's all like a big surprise to them. But I got to go see Mike from Maine. (laughs) I got to see that show. I hear he's going to do the famous joke about choking his wife. Got to see him do that live. Yeah, here it's really funny live. <laughs> Even like makes a choking kind of a move with his hands. You got to see it. Yeah. But yes, yeah, wear I, I, your mask. I am, believe me. I don't know. I went to the Mike from Maine comedy show and now I'm in the hospital listening to A Little While by you too. <laughs> I'm whisk- with listening to songs to die by. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Can you put on some U2? <laughs> oh, uh, Beth's death friend. playlist together. Beth's friend is on the phone. Ooh, they're going to have oh, yeah. socially distant. Yes. Hello. Hey, Howard. How are you? I just wanted to say lighten up. We're listening to the show. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. I'm in your kitchen right now. We're sharing a bowl of Lucky Charms together. We're having so much fun. I just wanted to say hi. And Beth just ran to the bathroom. But do, you, do you have any Tylenol? Uh, are you, just a little are you guys wearing masks? <laughs> no. 
No. She says she's <laughs> eating Lucky Charms. You can't do that in a bit. Uh, yeah, I guess if you're eating, yes. Yeah. All right. But that's, uh, I feel better now. Uh, okay. Okay. Thank you. Good. I'm just, just going to get my face real close to make sure your chicken smells good. I'm in your fridge right now. Oh, God. Mm. And, you know, I was telling Bubba in person last week about how I was going to see you. And, you know, life is just so short. You got to right. lighten Please, I'm paranoid enough. Oh. Well. Just, it's, it, they keep saying, a little while longer, a little while longer, just observe the protocols we've been I am, but I feel like I'm losing the battle. What? what? I, I, yeah, I'll talk to you off the air about it. All right. We don't have to get into it now. <laughs> oh, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Too many idiots in this country. The idiots win. Yeah, well, that's what happens. You get overrun by idiots and they kill everybody. You want a vaccine prank call? Maybe that's uh, fitting. What's a vaccine prank call? Don't be pranking around with the vaccine. Well, you know, Sal and Richard have many, many prank calls as their Fred and Ethel characters. <laughs> That's the um, Fred and Ethel characters where Richard plays a woman but doesn't bother to change his voice. And everybody says, can I help you, sir? <laughs> yeah. They call into radio shows posing as an old married couple. And the, um, the premise is always absurd, but it's amazing what people will believe. Just to refresh your memory, because I know my memory's shot. So yours must be, too. But... Um, here, this is when Ethel was mad at Fred for being a drunk, so she pushed him into traffic. They called into a show, and it's absurd, but uh, here we go. Liz hey. is the last straw, Fred. I'm kicking you out of the house, too, literally. Oh, that dumb old hack just kicked my wheelchair down the hill. Seriously. Roll on down to Alcoholics Anonymous, you stupid old baby. Hey, help me, please. I'm rolling right into traffic. <laughs> okay. Um... A little bit of a strange morning. Yeah, a little strange. <laughs> and there was the time that Fred yelled at Ethel for spraying feces everywhere after the prayers cured her constipation. Do you remember this one? Ah, uh, yes. They called into a religious show and they said it worked. She was constipated and then she started <laughs> shitting everywhere. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, keep praying. It's coming out. And again, I say unto you oh, in the Lord. name of Jesus and Fred, bring me the mop. I finally went and it got all over me in the rocket Hey, no, don't be watch your language. Good God, Ethel. You even got it on the ceiling. That's enough. Ethel, you blew your whole goddamn ass out. <laughs> okay, let, let's let's reset. All right. Jeez. Messy. So, uh, okay. This might be the silliest of them all. You tell me. All right. With vaccines, uh, obviously dominating the news and dominating the show and in light of Bubba and everything else. Fred and Ethel called an Internet health show and claimed they were getting vaccinated live on air. All right. All right. Good morning, everyone. Hopefully no one already comes on the show today. As I do want to take this show seriously. Hold on. Go ahead. Hey, cuz. Well, fortunately for you, this is a very serious call. Okay. Don't you agree everybody should be getting their vaccines? Definitely get your vaccine. 
Um, let's do our part. Wear your mask, wash your hands. I actually have some great news for you. My wife, Ethel, was a nurse back in WW2. Wow, okay. And she's going to give me my vaccine right here, right now. You want to hear it? I don't know if you should be administering a vaccine on your own. There you go, Fred. Woohoo! I'm vaccinated. Um... Did she do the proper alcohol oh, wipe? Oh, fiddlesticks, Fred. I just jabbed you with our dog Petey's hookworm medicine. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I mixed up the darn vials. Oh, my. So the plot thickens. So Fred was injected with the dog's hookworm medicine. Yes. And he started to feel very odd. He got these weird side effects. Right away, uh, uh, just weird shit started happening. And the host is trying to help him out. This is unbelievable. I'm already feeling the side effects. <laughs> um, well, what kind of side effects are you having on it, sir? Well, <laughs> I'm really itchy all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm, with, I'm writing down your symptoms and stuff so I can try and see. Um, if you can, cow mine, bath, uh, maybe even an oatmeal bath, the, uh, you know, the rolled oats. Oatmeal, okay. Or some of that in your bath water. <laughs> now I'm starting to get really... Thirsty, too. I actually need some water right now. Drink room temperature water. Oh, no. He's drinking out of the toilet. Oh. Oh, God. What am I doing? I've never been this thirsty. Try to quell the thirst and keep hydrated. And this water tastes like shit. Because um, it is shit, Fred. You know my colitis has been acting up. Oh, no. Oh, God. People, man. Let's try and remain calm. Yeah. From what I'm looking at, this is mostly normal. People are feeling the same thing. Yeah, um, that's it, Fred. Get it all out. <laughs> you might want to call your hospital right now. Wow. You think? <laughs> Fred started licking his own balls and sniffing Ethel's ass. It was too much for the host. She finally caught on that perhaps this was a phony phone call. Oh, goodness to gracious. Now Fred's licking his own balls. What is Okay, so seriously? Yum. Is that a common side effect? What are you talking about? Oh, now Fred's sniffing my ass. Get away, you mongrel. This is, this should be weird. Yes, he got a taste for it. Damn, boy. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. That was... That was just, oh, my God. Don't come on here and waste my time. He's fucking working. Hold on. She got pissed. She said before she started, I hope we don't get any retarded calls today. Guess what? We're always ready. <laughs> we have a whole retarded department of people who call in. <laughs> then, of course, just the bus balls, they call back. Fred was now completely transformed into a rabid dog because he took the hookworm medicine. Oh, right, and right. He was going nuts, and the host was not amused. She was really pissed. Thank you for waiting. Go ahead. Sorry, we got cut off. It's Ethel again. We, uh, you, sir. Thanks a lot for nothing, for distracting me. I gave my husband the wrong vaccine. Now that our house is a disaster. You create this fucking disaster. It's your goddamn fault. Oh, there's Cletus, the mailman. Fred, get back here. Don't you dare chase him. Stop the dumb shit, you fucking brainless tour. <laughs> oh, no. Fred been Cletus. Shut the fuck up. Could you please? Thank you. <laughs> I just had to end this fucking call. Oh, my God. You guys, that was the weirdest, weirdest call. I just turned it off. I need a break. 
I just like a... <laughs> to be honest, um, when I'm around those guys, I need a break, too. It's exhausting. <laughs> but it was a very cinematic call. I, I don't know why mm-hmm. you're upset. It was very entertaining. Yeah, I just got a call from Paramount Pictures. They want to make that into a movie. That whole <laughs> phony phone call was so epic. The whole uh, old guy turning into a dog. <laughs> yeah. This is, again, a warning. You need to leave vaccination to the professionals. Do not inject yourself with your dog's hookworm medicine and transform into a dog. Just want to make sure people at home know Well, why didn't that person who was taking calls know that Ethel wouldn't have vaccine at her home anyway? She she got confused. You know, sometimes when you're on the air, you don't realize. (laughs) You know that. Anyway, a little uh, vaccine fun. (laughs) All right, let's uh, talk to... Chloe from New York. Chloe, go ahead. Hi, Howard. Um, Hi. I loved the Ronnie hypnotism yesterday. That cracked yes. me up. Whenever I- We're going to check in with Ronnie, see how he's doing in a couple of minutes. I'm going to read the fan feedback. Many of you wrote about Ronnie's hypnotism, and we'll check in with Ronnie to find out what the rest of his day was like. Yeah, it would be interesting. When did Ronnie come out of his hypnotic state? And how is he feeling now? Does he I don't remember think he's out what of happened? Yet. He doesn't really. I, th- I think yesterday he was so deep in that they're still trying to get him out. <laughs> that was fun, though. Yes, but Chloe, we will get to that in a minute. Yeah, when, uh, whenever I'm stressed out and having a bad day, your show always brains up. So I just wanted to say thank you. You're the best. Besides the pandemic, what are you stressed out about? Oh, um, I'm just getting screwed over by my insurance company right now. It's a real pain in the ass. Well, what do you mean? What's going on with your insurance company? Well, I own a house on Long Island that I rent out, and they sent an inspector who said that we need to install a railing for the steps to the front door, but we don't even use the front door. Everybody enters through the side. And anyway, now I just have to shell out money for this railing. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole because this show is not about insurance. But the reason the guy's talking to you about railings is he's worried about liability. Yes. So, so you, let me ask him, did he make a hard recommendation or a soft recommendation? Um, I don't know the difference. They just said I needed it. Well, if it's a hard recommendation, they could cancel your insurance if you don't do it. But if it's a soft recommendation, they can't cancel your insurance. You understand what I'm saying? So, do you have a, an HO6 policy? Where there's a where there is a staircase, Howard, that is a code violation. That's right. Do you have an HO6 policy? Um, I don't know. I just have a regular homeowner's policy. And you probably have the regular HO3 policy. But you said you're renting it out, so you you should get an HO six. It's 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 basically like a landlord policy. But I, I listen. I don't want to. Listen, this is not an insurance show. I'm not uh, Bernard Meltzer. So yeah, I'm shocked that you know HO three, HO six. Well, I'm trying to help her out, but this is not the show for it. Okay, but do you, do you understand what I'm saying? You should call and 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 inquire about this stuff. <laughs> yes, thanks for your help, Howard. I love the show. All right. And if and, somebody and by the tells way, you to get a railing, just get a railing. What's the big deal? 
Do you live by the water? Um, yeah, yeah, I do. All right. Well, then take this advice. Get flood insurance. But you have to get it separately through, um, do you know what NFIP is? National Flood Insurance Program? Uh, no. That You have to do that, okay? How close is she to the water? She says she lives by the water. Like- yeah, like a right. You know what? I can't. I can't go into a this block? now. It's yeah, not an insurance show. It. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So look into that. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll definitely look into that. Thank you. Howard. Who are you, Bernard Meltzer? <laughs> look, I don't like to go on the air and show the, the, all my knowledge, but I know a lot of stuff. I've been through the mill. <laughs> you call that guy? He'd give you advice on anything. Well, that's what I try to do for my audience. Yes, Apples. Go ahead. You're on the air in Colorado. Apples. Everyone knows Apples. Hey, now, Howard. Hey, now. 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 I love Ronnie's. Hey, now. Hey, now. I love Ronnie's bit. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. Oh, my God. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. We'll never hey, hear now. a word <laughs> hey, now. that he actually hey, called in about. Hey, now. Come on, Apples. Go ahead. Hey, now. Hey, now. Okay. Hey, now. Hey, now. All right. Um, stop hey, it. Hey, now. <laughs> All right, Fred. Um, <laughs> I loved, I loved Ronnie's bit yesterday. I wish, uh, I wish we could have taught him to forgive me or, or something like that. All right, come on, Apples. I'm I'm tired of you and Ronnie fighting. I mean, it's enough of that. Okay, well, I love Ronnie. He did something really cool this weekend. Uh, He drove a thousand horsepower Mercedes, and I would really love to know more about that. How do you know that? Um, I saw it on his social media. For some reason, Apples checks Ronnie's social media, brings it up in the air, and it and it drives Ronnie nuts. Well, it feels like he's being stalked, Ronnie. He he right. hates it that Apple's no, is no. so focused yeah, but if you on put, him. But let me remind people, if you put pictures up on social media, and especially for Ronnie, because he needs to understand this, you're not being stalked. You're putting it out there for people to see. Come on, you're making too much sense. <laughs> should I explain that to I Ronnie? Think, I thought it was cool. <laughs> yes, you should explain this to Ronnie because he he'll then start screaming. Stephanie did it. Stephanie did yeah, it. Yeah, well, Stephanie you know, maybe sit down and have a mature conversation and <laughs> and like stop. You know, if you do not want, I'm amazed by people who I saw this article where one of the Kardashians, Chloe Kardashian. She had some assistant or something. She put out a photograph. The assistant released a photograph of Khloe Kardashian in a bikini. It was not yeah. Photoshop. Khloe Kardashian got very upset with this assistant. She didn't want people to see her not Photoshop because it's startling. It's very different than what she puts out there. So now she was yelling and screaming, the assistant. And I'm like, you're, you're, you're all putting all this shit out on social media. And then you can't have it both ways. You can't start saying, I don't like when people comment on it. Right. That's the best when you say, I don't like the comments. You put it out there. Ronnie, I know you don't like apples, but he claims he's seeing you in a Mercedes, test driving a Mercedes in the middle of a pandemic. Do you, is this no. true? And are you upset with him for wait, stalking wait, wait, wait. you? I don't think wait. he's stalking you. Well, yeah. Uh, how, is he, how, is he, how is he seeing it if he's 
if he's blocked from our stuff. Ronnie, Ronnie, I love you, pal. Um, I'm just a fan. Why doesn't he answer the question, Howard? Why doesn't he answer the question? I love you. Fuck you. You don't have to love me. Okay. Well, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of you. Question: How are how are you seeing it if you're blocked from both of our stuff? There's there's a lot of ways ways to see your stuff. People send me messages. Yeah, because you you you, you, you bother stuff. people. But you wait, 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 bother wait, wait, the wait, fans. Please. You bother the fans no. to send you shit about me because you're a friggin' weirdo, dude. I'm sorry. You're a weirdo. Hey, Ronnie, no. are you serious? You're putting it out on social media, and you don't know how he gets a hold of it. Anybody can yeah, send I, I'm somebody. Ser- a- yeah, I'm not- listen. You know that people I, I know will forward he, I, it to him. Ron. Yeah, exactly. He's got people. He's got. He goes and bothers everybody. I get. I get. I, I get. Well, why? People. If people were bothered, they wouldn't be sending it to him. Time. They like this. Yeah. Okay. Good. Fine. You don't yeah, know I, that they're going to send them your stuff. Don't no, put I was it out. Driving there. a Mercedes. Yes, and I. I did. I put it up. Okay. So now you got to deal with apples. Apples, how do you feel about Ronnie driving a Mercedes? I thought it was fucking awesome. What is it? Was it a CL63? Don't worry about what it is. It's a Mercedes. It's a high end. Was it like a black model? Hey. Thousand thousand horsepower. I know plenty about Mercedes, pal. Good. I'm glad. (laughs) Was it it AMG? Don't worry about what it was. Hey, man, I think it's fucking cool. I wish you would post more of that stuff. Like, if, yeah, if you want me to stop looking, oh, I will. Voice, That's awesome. When you were driving the like GT40. Sick, sick man. He's a sick man. There's something <laughs> wrong with him. Why don't you tell him what kind of Mercedes like it was? Why are you? Because I don't, I, don't, I don't like the guy, okay? I don't want anything to do with him. He's a friggin' stalker weirdo, and I don't <laughs> want anything to do with him. Okay, but he's not I, I stalking you. You're putting so you're putting you're Howard, out there trying to attract people with your Mercedes. His questions, okay? You said you're sick of us fighting. Good, right. Leave it alone. I don't want to. Why don't you just be nice guy. to the guy and answer his Mercedes questions? I don't want to be questions. nice to the guy because he started he started the whole thing Try off the wrong once. way. With Ask me. a Mercedes he's a question. Fucking weirdo. He's a fucking hey, weirdo. What do you want to know about the Mercedes? I want. I want to know what type it was. Like I could. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'd like to know what type it was. Good. Then ask the people that uh, sent you the video. They'll tell you. <laughs> but Ron, how can you have it both ways? You put Ron. your life on social media, and then you get mad yeah, when okay. people ask you about it. Talk, I don't want to talk to him, dude. He started this the wrong way with me going back. Okay, I don't want to be bothered we- with him. I got nothing to do with him. You told me you. So you won't tell him what kind of Mercedes. No, I you will won't not. tell him. No, I will not. No, Wait, apples. Absolutely. I'll ask Ronnie. Be no, quiet I'm for not a second. answering you now because. He, hey, Ron. This is I heard you were driving a Mercedes. What kind? A Mercedes. Yeah, but what new, kind was it? Brand new Mercedes, completely customized. Wow. What what kind? A Mercedes. What else you want to know, apples? I'm having a dialogue. Yeah. So is this a production car, Ronnie, or was this something somebody created with, you know, a Mercedes engine? No, it's a production car that was changed over after it was bought. I see. Some stuff was done to it. Okay. I have a question. Are there, is there like a list of people who can ask you about your social media posts? Like, who are the people <laughs> that no can ask you? I have no problem with anybody. This guy, this, I told you, this guy rubbed me the wrong way right from the beginning. Right. Okay. So in other words... 
if hey. people ask you about the Mercedes you were driving, it's okay. It's this guy can't. Yeah, exactly. Right. Anybody Apple's, who isn't blocked from your social how, media, well, you would answer the question. I don't huh? know. I don't know even know, know why you entertain this guy, dude. I really don't. You know why? Because Apple's I don't know what, a, you, I don't know what you see in him, man. I, I'll tell you I, what I, I see. Know what, I know what you see in him. I know. What do I see? What do I see? <laughs> you don't even know. Me. No, me. wrong. Yes. Wrong. Yes. Wrong. Yes. Wrong. Yes. Here's what yes. happened. You got mad at Apple. You put up social media. Media. Apple's pissed you off when he asked you about your social media. That's what set this whole thing off. No, it's just the way he does it. He's He, he asked you about Lucky Charms. Yeah. No. He. he leave me, I, I just don't want to go into it with him. With you, with him, I don't care. I mean, Apple's was always a regular caller before all yeah, this good. stuff happened with you. I'm glad. You, you got mad be because he was caller. into... He's, it's your show. I don't care, but I don't have to be involved with him. He's a freaking weirdo, and you don't just don't get it. He just wants to know what kind of Mercedes you were driving, He's dude. a weirdo, dude. I'm sorry. What's so weird issues. about it? This guy has issues. <laughs> he needs to be in a fucking mental institution. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear everybody uh, who calls the show needs to be in a mental institution did you hear did you hear bubba's got covid run yeah i heard that yeah i heard it's pretty it. serious I already, you know, I already he was like he, with his weight he, there's, a, there's a real danger there right well you know the, those guys go crazy down they, they don't care about anything no they don't follow rules they never did i got vaccinated yesterday yesterday do you hear that, Ronnie? Apples, oh, you can, apples can get together now. <laughs> you guys can talk yeah. to each other. We can go fishing. Yeah. <laughs> I only did you know it because I saw Ronnie. You know what, Ron? Apples media. is like um, like Superman hates Lex Luthor. Apples <laughs> is like your Lex Luthor. <laughs> oh, dude, you don't even know. What do you mean? What don't I know? No. What I'm don't I know? Saying, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. You, you don't even know. I mean, it must be so bad that you won't even tell them what kind of Mercedes you were driving. Because you love talking about cars. I do. I do. I had a blast driving it. Ronnie, what's the coolest car you've ever driven? Ever. What's going on? Anybody else want to know the answer to that question? You can ask me. (laughs) Ronnie, what's the coolest car you ever drove? (laughs) Kurt Busch's Ford GT. Wow. To the, Gold Rush, to the Gold Rush Rally. Ronnie says Kurt Busch's Ford GT apples. That's all. Awesome. I mean, I got the That's answer awesome. by asking. Yeah. Have you ever driven a NASCAR track? And which ones? Robin, you asked. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, he was about you. to answer. Oh, right, go ahead. Almost there. Was almost there. Cut the bullshit. <laughs> Ronnie's going to answer you directly. Go no, ahead. This is one time. You. Come on, Ron. No, I don't want to. All right, Robin, you ask. Ronnie, have you ever driven on a NASCAR <laughs> track, and which ones have you driven on? Uh, numerous times on Pocono. Numerous uh, times. Cool. Uh, and once in Florida when uh, Disney had a track. Okay. Richard right. Petty I'm, had a tra- uh, Richard Petty experience thing there. Very that's, good. That's awesome. I've driven, I've I've driven Atlanta and Darlington. That's great. They have that in common, Ronnie. We have not. We have nothing in common, my friend. Nothing. 
Nothing at all. <laughs> you're a well, you have when a you, lot in common. You're a very when you say my dude. when you say my friend to him, are you being sarcastic? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Ron. Can we be acquaintances, Ronnie? No, he no. doesn't like you. I get that. Ron. Okay. <laughs> let's say Apples calls into the show one day, like in a week. He's in a room with a guy who's having a heart attack, and he needs to do CPR. You're the only one who knows how to do CPR. To save someone else's life, would you break down and help Apples save the guy by teaching him CPR over the phone, telling him what to do, or would you let the guy die? No, I wouldn't let the guy die. You wouldn't? You would talk directly to Apples? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm not that much of a dick. Wow. That's uh, that's nice to and the know. Guy, the he, guy's he's innocent. A good dude. He's... The guy's innocent, you know. Right. He's dying. He's he's innocent. The well, other what if hand, it was Apples who was is... dying? And I'm hanging and... the fucking phone up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying if some guy calls in, he's in a I'm room with Apples. The, I'm hanging the phone up. Wait a second. You're telling me some guy calls our show and says, "Hey, man, I'm here with Apples. I know Ronnie doesn't like him, but Ronnie's the only guy who knows CPR. Ronnie, please help me save Apples' life. You hang up the phone. Hang up the phone." Wow. And rip the wow, wires Wow, Ronnie. Wall. You're going to kill wow. apples? Wow. Wow. You're dying, apples. Let me, let me Ralph, ask Ralph, you want to get in on this? this? What's going one. on? What are your thoughts, Ralph? Ralph hates this guy, uh, man. Ralph hates this dude. I don't hate anybody. I'm all about peace and love. But why? <laughs> Howard, don't you think it's sending the wrong message that Ronnie is posting videos of him like running around having a good time in a in a Mercedes and like it's not fun time yet people we're not out of this the, the numbers are up there's variants and, and people are running around having a, 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 a car parties I mean come on and what if you're going to do party? that don't no, post it Ralph Ralph it was not a car party. Ronnie we were, okay my, fr that, my <laughs> friend is vaxxed my friend is vaccinated okay, Stephanie okay, is vaccinated but, we okay, were going okay, but, we were going somewhere and we were all in the car together. We all had masks on, so Okay. Okay, and that's great. Gosh. That's great. But do you do you understand that maybe somebody sees that who's not as smart as you and they're not all vaccinated. They're like You don't oh, think Ronnie there's a lot of people that are smarter it. than Ronnie? What's the matter with you? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Well, maybe a couple. All right, enough with you. You're bringing everyone's head down. Well, Apples, I think you kinda had a conversation with I, Ronnie. Because he really. did answer you. We he, almost he kind I of answered did. you. I answered you, you and I answered You Bob answered me, but, but 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 Apples fed me. I was like yeah, the dummy okay. and Apples was the ventriloquist. Right. Yeah. <laughs> how, By how the way, Apples, you might wanna question. you might wanna hear yeah. this update. Stephanie, Ronnie's girlfriend, has really stepped up her social media presence. She posted a video of Ronnie and friends hanging out at a restaurant with no mask. So you might want to watch Indoors? That. Indoors. Yeah, we were, eating, actually, at I, we were actually, eating at the time. You can't eat with a mask on. So apples, could be you might outside, wanna... Ronnie. They didn't have an outside thing. Well, choose another restaurant. It's not the only one in town. How apples, it's interesting you, I'm, you I'm bring not that up. outside to eat because when it's fifty degrees out. Then stay apples, home. Apples. Have yes, you sir. seen the video yet? Why did I get vaccinated, Robin? Oh. For what? Oh, my God. So oh, that you could it. have immunity, but your fellow man is not cooperating, Ronnie, and we have variants you could catch. Okay. So then why why is why are all the restaurants open then? Because they are trying not to go out of business, but you have to be responsible for you. I am responsible for me. 
I got vaccinated and I wear a mask. What what else do you want me to do? Well, you shouldn't be. The places how, that how you're you most support, likely to catch support, COVID how are, are you supporting at, your neighborhood business. Indoor if, restaurants if you, if you don't and bars. Them. I eat I wasn't outside. At a bar. I, was I not said at indoor a bar. restaurants and bars. Listen. You got to see the video, Apples, of Ronnie at the restaurant. How are you going to get it? Hey, yeah. um, well, I have my ways. I don't want yeah, to tell his friends Ronnie about it. those. I guess one of his friends fucking hey, missed Hey, here's, here's actually, I, I think Stephanie's social media has been blowing up since I've been, um, let's say, blocked from it. Uh, <laughs> right. Dude, she's putting yeah. on skits. Okay. She's got a little Ronnie beard that she puts on. That's hilarious. What? Um, she calls him Dick Hole. It's a, yeah, dude, you got to pull up Stephanie's. Stephanie's Instagram. She's on fire lately. And so you see everything, even though they, the even question. though she blocked you, she, you're seeing everything. Yeah, he's a fucking weirdo. I'm telling you, he probably sits there and jerks Life off to her too. Away. <laughs> yeah. Did you jerk off to Stephanie? It's, it's, no, that's disrespectful. That's Ronnie's girl. I would never do that. She's right. very attractive, but I would never do that out of respect for Ronnie. Yeah. Right. You know, that's that's wrong. Yeah. No, yeah. dude. Uh-uh. Oh, that's you're yours. the man. That's oh, for, you're, you're, so, the Ronald. you're the man, dude. No, I, w- I wish I had a girl treat me like Stephanie treats you. Yeah, you wish you're, I had a you're, girl. You're very lucky, and you take good care of her. Yeah. You what think Apples can't get girls? You think he's, out. like, going out with a guy with a dress on? <laughs> dude, who knows what this guy Apple's is doing? doing okay. I'm telling you, he's a freaking weirdo. He loves okay. he loves you and loves studying yeah. you. Yeah, good. Yeah, well, there's something. That's what fans there's do. There's something Ronnie. wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not to the extent he does, Robin. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's how I built a career. You got to have yeah. fans. Yeah, I get that, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Let me, Would let me you mind if um, Apple's jerked off to Stephanie? Like, is that a no-no or is that something you'd be kind of proud of? I don't care if anybody jerks off to Stephanie except him. Believe me. So he's not allowed, but everyone else is. I don't care what they do. He, believe me, he probably does. No, I. You think he jerks off to your jer- girlfriend, dude? He probably jerks off to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Hey, let me ask this question, Ronnie, because Stephanie's put this out a lot on social media, and I think it's I think it's something that could help you all around. Is she says she wants a dog been a while since your dog passed. I know uh, my, I had a dog that passed, and I got one back in October. I got a rescue, and I think you should get a new dog, man. Tell this asshole we're going to get plenty of dogs when we move. We're not doing anything right now. All right, I'll tell him. Hold on. Hey, asshole. Okay. We're <laughs> getting plenty of dogs when we move, but not right now. Ronnie, that's a quote from Ronnie. All right. Plenty of dogs. All right, I feel like he he could get one now. There's a follow up question from Apples. Plenty of dogs. Like, does that mean you're really going to get multiple dogs? Yeah, we'll probably have two dogs and a cat. We have a goat sure. farm. Two dogs and a cat. Ron, I mean Apples. Ronnie says two dogs and a cat. Is he going to rescue any goats or anything like that? Oh come on, cut the bullshit. <laughs> Even now you're oh, annoying he's, me. He'll have plenty of room. Okay. Can I all, right. all right, Apple. How's you had your fun. coming, by the way? I'm sure Apple wants to know. Uh, house, yeah, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now, you, now you're asking for him, too. 
being a smart ass. Robin, no, seriously, really- that is a good question. Robin asks, Robin, and I have to, now I have to relay Robin's <laughs> questions. Yeah, okay. Ronnie, yeah. Robin wants Very to know funny. how's the house coming, not Apple. Fine. Fine. Sure, is it done? Excellent. It's coming excellent. Is it done? And, and so when no, is the. No, it's not done. It's not done. When is the entry date? When can you move? We don't have an exact date. Okay. He's got to sell his house. Are That's you going to wait to sell your house process. first? We're in the yeah. process right now. Oh, yeah? You got a uh, buyer? We have a few offers. Mm, really? Well, yeah, Ronnie's got a nice place. Yeah, but, you know, and also COVID is making a lot of people want to move a little further out. And so they're mm-hmm. bidding oh, yeah, on houses. I'm glad Ronnie's benefiting from that. Ronnie's a real estate guy. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. I have an agent that knows what he's doing. You know what sells that house when they see Ronnie's uh, little office there with the Wheaties and the, the uh, NASCAR shit up there. <laughs> right. They are like hoping Ronnie leaves that. Yeah. Does oh. anyone said, hey, Ron, the decor is amazing, especially your little room with all your NASCAR stuff. Could you please, we'll pay extra if, if you leave that no. stuff. No, nobody. Not one person Especially the tire. That. No. Yeah. No. Right. <laughs> what about the giant tire? I mean, that's. No, nobody said anything about it. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I, I hope I'm not out of line. I don't know the gentleman who lives here, but I see he has a giant tire. Uh, do you think he might <laughs> leave that? <laughs> <laughs> hey Ronnie, would you wish my mom uh, good health? She's she's actually got cancer, and this is not a, this is not a bit. This is real. She's got cancer. I'm going to see her. I know you hate me, but would you wish my mom good health? Leave me alone with this guy, please. Would you hang up? On would me? you wish Apple's mother good health? You wish you you wish his mother. I wish his mother good health, but to you, yeah, everybody, everybody does. He's, How's that? he's your arch enemy. Every everybody, everybody does. But what about you? Everybody does. You, are you included in that? Everybody does. <laughs> are you willing to everybody Ronnie, wish good everybody health for the does. woman who birthed your arch enemy, Apple? <laughs> everybody wishes her good health. Everybody. She raised him, the whole so she must does. be. She might be fucked up too. She might be a stalker. She might be following oh, you this closely. That's right. Show wishes her she might be. She might be on your social media. She might be the person telling him what's on your social media. <laughs> the whole show. The whole show wishes her the best. <laughs> the poor woman Ron? is suffering, Ron. You can at least break down and tell the Apple's mom. The whole show wishes her the best. What about you? Come on, man. The woman's dying. Well, we don't know she's dying. Hey, she's I got cancer. Yeah. We're all dying, Robin. Uh, well, okay. This is, how stupid this, this is how stupid this asshole is to bring something like that up. I mean, how stupid is that? Why would All you, right. this is, why this would is you really even make, life, a, why would you go... make a fucking bit out of your mother having cancer? You're a fucking asshole. It's, you just proved to the world, a, you just proved to the world what a fucking asshole her. you are <laughs> by making a bit out of your mother having cancer, you fucking dope. You're a fucking dope. If you're making You'll it do a anything bit for fucking airtime, dude. You're a fucking dope. I fucking hate you. You're a fucking dope. You're a fucking asshole. Come on. And your mother should spit in your face when you, she comes to visit Ooh. you. All right. I got a question. Fucking an intelligent question. You can make a bit out of your mother having cancer. I have an intelligent no, question. It's not a bit. No, it is a bit. It's a bit, you moron. It's a bit. 
Well, it's not. You're a fucking jerk. Let me ask. Wait a second. Before you guys get into a heated thing here, because I'm not in the heated thing. He's just a fucking jerk, dude. How do you how do you make a try to I'm going to ask you a question out of your mother having cancer. I'm going to ask you a really important question. I'm going to ask you an important question. This is a fucking really good question. And I want an honest answer. If there was such a thing where you had a superpower where you could time travel, would you travel back in time and kill apples when he was a baby? <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. And no one this can catch you. He's a moron. I'm sorry. Listen to me. It, everything's a fucking joke to him with that stupid fucking laugh. I mean, how do, how do you make a joke out of your mother having cancer? A bit for the show. Well, it's he just more, simply asked if you would wish her well. He's a, a moron. He's a hey, moron. I'm Howard, sorry. Howard. He's a fucking right. moron. Howard. If Simon okay, here's Howard, a better question. Howard, Wait. Howard, I got Howard, a better question. Howard. I got a better question. Would you moron. travel back in time, Ron, and prevent Apple's mother and father from having sex so they couldn't have apples? From yes, ever meeting each other. Yeah, I would. So yeah, that they that could what is that? Produce apples. Yeah, yes, I would do that. Yes. You would? Yes. <laughs> yes. You would, would you fuck Apple's would. mother and sit like so, and, no, or the I'm rubber? Not, I'm not. Look, listen to him. Listen to him. He thinks that's funny. He thinks that's fucking funny. Well, how else would you prevent them from having <laughs> sex? You'd have to be my dad, Ronnie. Idiot. He's such a fucking Then the timeline changes, so you're my dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that makes it even worse. Well, then you change the whole timeline, and who knows? Maybe Trump never would have become president. Ooh. If Ronnie go fucked back, Ronnie, mother. Go back and prevent Apple's. Ronnie, please go back in time. Fuck Apple's mother <laughs> instead of Apple's father and change the timeline. Yeah, he was no, he was no dreamboat. <laughs> yeah, he's hey, saying you could probably get Apple's mother pretty easy. His dad was no dreamboat. His dad wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. He, this dude is, is, I guess he's not, doesn't fall far from the tree, this dude. Well, let me ask you a question. And this is a serious question. <laughs> yeah, everything. Do yeah, you I ever can. hope, would you hope that Apple's will catch COVID-19? Now, I don't wish anything like that on anybody, mm. but that's what I mean about him even Trying to make a joke out of something like his mother having cancer. I'm sorry, he's a fucking moron. He's a All moron. Right. Wow. He might Howard, he might not Howard, think so. He if, Howard Howard Howard. He might not not think so, but he's a fucking moron. If after he hangs up, maybe he should sit and think about what he just said about his mother to try wow. and make a bit out of fucking I love cancer. My mom and- mo- yeah, yeah. You really love your mom. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit, dude. Yeah, you I gotta agree fuck, with Ronnie you on make this. A I mean, bit of your mother having cancer if you loved your mom. You want you want it's Ronnie to fuck bit, your mother dude. so your father? No, it's can't a fuck bit, her. dude. It's a bit. <laughs> it's a fucking that's, bit. Yeah, You're a fucking <laughs> idiot, and there's no doubt about it. Now, mm. everybody sees right through you. No. What, yes. I was, what I was trying yes. to do is say, would you reach no, out? You're not to trying your, to do anything. Howard, would you reach out to your enemy? Get airtime. That's all you're trying to do. This is a Howard question, Ronnie. Yeah, Howard. This is a Howard question. Go ahead, um, Howard. Let's say Simon Cowell, who you you don't agree with, not a huge fan of professionally. I think he's your polar opposite. Let's uh, right. okay, right, right. He's a but douche. if you heard his mom had cancer, <laughs> right? Yeah, guy's a douche. Don't like him. Not going to go fishing with him. His mom had cancer. Would you be like, hey, I hope his mom gets better? Fuck cancer. I'd be like that. I would be like this. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. No, don't make a joke about that. That's what I would say. <laughs> okay. I would do That's the same thing, Ronnie. I'd go, hey, dude. 
something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, there is something wrong with him. All right, I have a question. What's wrong Let's say him? the pandemic's over and you get hired to host a bikini beauty pageant, okay, Ron? Which is likely. Right. And Apples wants to attend. Would you ban him from attending the bikini no. contest? Dude, Seriously. I can't ban people from, from events. Well, you I could. Can. You're like no, a stand-up comedian can. They, they could throw no. people out. If you saw Apples in the audience, would you throw them out of the bikini contest? No. No. Okay. That's, that's right. not my what job. What if I'm on the lineup as the stand-up comedian? Oh, God. Me, Mike from Maine, and Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's enough of this. Yeah, definitely it's enough of this. Hey. Ronnie, real you quick. Got your, you, you got, got your airtime fucking freak. What do you want, high you got your ass. You got your you got your fucking airtime, you freak. What do you want, high pitch? Hang up already. Howard, Howard, can you hang up on apples? I fucking hate this motherfucker. He's a piece of shit. He adds nothing to the show. He's not talented like me or Ronnie are. Hang up on this motherfucker. But you and Ronnie are talented. I'll give what? you that. Apples is not. He adds nothing to the fucking show. Hey, high pitch. What is um? Can't be as talented as you. Uh, what does a uh, low pitch think of apples? Oh, low, low pitch. That's me. I he hates apples too. No, he <laughs> hates apples too. You mean you hate apples too? <laughs> Do your fucking yeah. bit right, idiot. <laughs> hey, All right. apples. Thank- I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. All right, so Ryan, you've got an ally in high pitch, and apples. I'm going to say goodbye to you. Uh, I have a lot of allies. Believe me, when it comes to this guy, those people are probably turning you into apples. Yeah, whatever. Oh, I see. King of all blacks is on you. I should um, read his what what the fan said about him yesterday. It's unbelievable. (laughs) He was was terrible twice yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, he was horrible. Yeah, King. King, look again with the phone. Again, see what I mean with this guy? I can't take him. Here, I'll tell you what people said. Well, first of all, Ronnie, I should mention you got the most fan mail yesterday. Of course. Ronnie, how much of the hypnotism do you remember? And did you go back and listen to the show on the replay? No, I did, actually, I didn't. I didn't listen to the show. It how was much fantastic. Do you remember? Um, I remember being uh, on on the Zoom thing with the dude in the morning. Uh, getting, Scott. you know, yeah, with Scott getting, you know, hypnotized. And then mm-hmm. uh, I remember little parts of stuff like feeling like pain in my ass and stuff. Right. I do remember uh, talking uh, like a, like a woman. I remember that. Right. There was a lot of a lot of shit. I don't remember. I don't know what went on a lot of it. To be honest, it is with amazing. You. Let, let me talk to you seriously with you about this. Isn't no, this I'm talking hypnotism? to you serious? You no, no, I'm, I'm, serious. I'm, I'm, I know you are. I'm, I'm informing the audience that I'm, I'm, be, I'm now switching it to serious, Howard. That you, you know, it, this hypnotism is unbelievable. That you for don't. Me, it's recall. great. For me, it's why awesome. do you love I'll it you, so much? I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why mm-hmm. it's so great for me. So when I, I met with him on Sunday, like for a pre hypnosis session yes and i was telling him before he started with me that you know i've been having trouble sleeping stuff like that um and whatever he did whatever he talked into me uh sunday night i slept like a baby i slept like the dead all the way through the night 
all the way through the night. And I, I didn't even wake up to piss once. Wow. Which I normally do once in a while, you know. Um, and then yesterday, I, I don't know what was in my head, but I got such more feelings for Stephanie now. Oh, really? Than I ever had before in my whole, the whole time I've been with her. Wow. Did he, did you ask him to do that? No. No. One of the things he said to me, I'm actually, this was off the air because Gary told me while you were in hypnosis, like waiting to get on the show because he hypnotized you. And then there was a period of time where you're by yourself. Right. You were recalling lots of like loving moments with Stephanie unsolicited. Right. right. And he, he said this was happening. And Gary heard it, too. He heard you like just, you know, bl blurting out shit like about Stephanie and great times you guys have had. Right. So, th so maybe the hypnotic thing made you made all that stuff come to the forefront of your brain. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't know, but it's. I know because I remember him saying something about you were remembering some time in Florida when you guys had a great time. Yeah. Yeah, we we were in um, we were in Florida. We we're down there for a NASCAR event, and uh, we were with a whole bunch of friends and people and. We had been out drinking all night and having a great time, been out to dinner and the whole deal. Um, the funny part, we were actually at Lore. He has a, a restaurant in Florida, and we were there for dinner, and then we went to this bar across the street. And after that, we went back to the hotel, and we had the most crazy night of sex that you <laughs> ever want to imagine. Wow. Well, here's the thing. Here, let me, let, me, let me tell you what went on. First of all, uh, I didn't know this. I just got handed this note. After the segment, Scott Schmieren, the great hypnotist, did say to Ronnie he will feel happier and look at Stephanie more lovingly. So uh. He planted a suggestion, and I'm supposing he must have planted a suggestion in Ronnie's brain to help him sleep. And this shit works. Dude, because Ronnie, and so did like you sleep night. well last night, too? Last, I slept like the dead last night also. Wow. Really? Like normally, normally when like Stephanie's alarm goes off and usually I'm up and out and everything, you know, she gets up around the same time for work. And, and it's like, I'll lay there while she goes and does her goes in the shower first and everything. Uh, and I'll be up, I'll, I'll be making the bed. I'll be, you know, doing stuff until she's out of the shower when I can get in this morning. I, I didn't even get up. I didn't even, she had to come and wake me up. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. So let me let me tell you now what was going on. The first thing we did on the air with you, remember you said your ass hurt? Yeah. Yeah. The first thing we did with you is every time I said the word NASCAR, he programmed you to feel like you were getting pegged in the ass. Right. And it's great because if you watch it back on video, Ronnie couldn't even sit in his chair. He, Ronnie he, he kept jumping like, out of the chair after a while and looking <laughs> under the chair and and yeah. all around the room and screaming at you, "What are you doing to me?" <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, Ronnie, I'm not doing anything to you. But I would then I would even go NASCAR, 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 and then you fuck and you're like, oh, 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 and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Do you remember Can I tell any you of that? Something? Yeah, go ahead. I, no, I I remember jumping out of the chair and stuff like that, but I don't remember why. Mm -hmm. But the funny part, the funny part was as soon as the show was over and uh, after he, you know, I met with him and he took me out of my trance. Um, I had to run to the bathroom and take the biggest dump you ever saw. Wow. Well, I fucked you in the ass like 20 times. 
<laughs> like the whole it, it, time you were hypnotized, he was doing it to you. It was crazy. It was crazy. I, it is unbelievable because um, I'm telling you, when you watch the video of you, you're like, what the hell is going Oh my goodness! Wait a second. Let me let me throw. Apple's mom is on the phone. She's in the hospital. <laughs> she wants to talk to Ronnie. Hold on, hold on. Uh, yes, yes, ma'am. You're Apple's mother. Hello, Howard. I don't have long, but it is my dying wish that Ronald become friends with my son. Ronnie, Apple's mother says, please, before she goes, the one thing that would make her happy is if you would be friends with her son. Will you grant her last wish? Uh, I'll tell her that, but I, I don't know if I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, let me tell you now what happened on the show because you haven't watched it back, but you really should. It is quite fucking unbelievable. So every time I said NASCAR, you felt like you were getting pegged in your ass. Then the second thing we did is we turned you into the hottest girl. You thought you were the hottest girl. Um, you, you weren't wearing a bra. You had fucking great nipples. You're, and only a thong, which she never wears anything but thongs. And, she, and your I, name I was... remember, I remember little parts of like talking like a girl. I don't remember a lot of what I said and did. Do you remember what your name was as a girl? You came up with it. Well, I know, I know it from social media because everybody oh. was uh, 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 Angelina and Kathy. Yeah, Angel right. that's right. Angelina was the first girl, and she. She uh, do you remember how old she was and all that? No. And how she was shaved? No. Well, she's 32. I, I kept getting I kept getting comments like I have a heart-shaped pussy or something. <laughs> yeah, you had a heart-shaped pussy. You like to shave your bush and all that stuff and you you have a beautiful smooth vagina. And then I said to you, you're so hot. Which guys on the staff would you fuck? And you wanted Mike Perlman so fucking Ooh. bad. Shit. So he almost even, had to leave because you needed you to be alone with him. You, you didn't even want to do a threesome with him. You were like, I just want him to myself. <laughs> and and one of the funny parts was, I said, what about John Hine? And you were like, no, he scares me. He's like a big gorilla. <laughs> and then yeah, Stephanie, hurt Stephanie, John. Stephanie told hurt me John. about that part. She told Dude, me about that. <laughs> Benji got on and ba basically the two of you were talking about making out, playing with your tits. You were totally into Benji. You had phone sex, yeah. Yeah. Zoom Dude, sex. You got, you don't remember any of it. No, see, I, I remember parts of talking like a girl, but I don't remember who I was really talking to and what I what I was actually really saying. You know, you were saying uh, like, you know, what else? We, uh, Will was also offended because, you know, afterwards he said, oh, I'm the mercy fuck that Ronnie's going to. You do. wanted to bring another girl with you <laughs> and fuck Will because he's such a sad sack. You're going to fuck him crazy. <laughs> and then uh, shockingly, you were like, you know what? I've heard that um, Jason has a big fat cock and you wanted to, you wanted him to fuck you. Yeah. Well, that I, that I, you know, I've heard that. I've heard that Jason has a big cock. That I've heard. <laughs> and uh, you didn't want girl. any part of JD. He was just yeah, like, nah. You, you don't want JD because if once you fuck him, he won't leave. Like he's, it's like a whole relationship and you didn't want that. And you're too hot he's for that. Needy. He's yeah, needy. He's needy. Yeah. So anyway. It's fun, man. I, I love it, man. If I, I wish I could do it like all the time, you know. Well, the fans say, um, 
How about uh, every day Ronnie gets hypnotized and we give him his own show? So uh, you're not, you're, you're not, because uh, here's what fans wrote. NASCAR, enough said. Scott Schmarin is the best. Sirius XM should have its own dedicated, dedicated hypnotized Ronnie channel. Radio Gold. So that's what a hit you were. Uh, there's nothing like seeing Ronnie in his most vulnerable state. Every time Howard said NASCAR and Ronnie would jump up and he was getting fucked in the ass, I was in tears. <laughs> I've been a race car fan my entire life. The Stern Show has now brought new meaning to the word NASCAR. I will no longer think of car racing, but will now think of Ronnie Munn getting pegged in the ass every time I hear NASCAR, NASCAR, NASCAR. So you were a hit. And then um, we hypnotized you to be a girl, and you were going to piss on uh, King of All Blacks. It was crazy. I I really don't remember that. I really don't don't remember. We hypnotized you to be Rush Limbaugh, but it was kind of a bust because you didn't know anything about politics. You were you were oh, the opposite okay. of Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> um, oh, here's stuff about you as Angelina. When you raided some of the guys and who you would fuck. Of course, Angelina had to make a reference about Gary's big, big lips eating her pussy. <laughs> hip- yeah, but... See, I don't, I don't remember that at all. Really? You, you said that Gary. I asked you about Gary first. Would you fuck? Him? First of all, you said you would fuck me, and you told me you were going to lay me down on the bed and stick shit in my ass, like all kinds of toys. You were going to bring all kinds of toys and have fun with me, which I was relieved. And it was that, block off a day. Remember, he's going to spend yeah. a whole day with yeah. you. Yeah, and I told you you were so hot. I'm up for it. And oh. then I asked you about Gary Delabate, and you go, his big lips. He could really eat my pussy. <laughs> This guy says this hypnosis segment was an instant classic. You know what I didn't do? And the next time Ronnie's hypnotized, we have to find out if Angelina would have fucked apples. Oh, yeah. We didn't even think Mm. about apples. Please don't involve him in any of my shit. Come on, Ronnie. Do you think (laughs) Angelina? Maybe that'll wake you right up, Ronnie. (laughs) Ronnie, do you think? you out of your trance. You think it would ruin the trance? I I would have gone, Angelina. I, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder, you probably would have been like, I'm not fucking apples because Angelina seemed to have a lot of the same tastes you have. Yeah, boy, were you into, uh, wait till you see you coming on to Mike. It was really amazing. Dude, you were so demure. You're like, hi, Mike. You know, like you were, (laughs) (laughs) you go, I'm not sharing Mike with another girl. He's mine. (laughs) And you said... You would also need a whole weekend with him. Yeah. You're my kind of girl. Mike's the man. <laughs> you like that you go, he's so hot, he got shot. <laughs> you thought that was hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said your type was rugged. Bad boy. You like bad a rugged boy. man. And bad boy, yeah. Yeah, but then he didn't like John Hine because John Hine scared him. He said he, he would crush Angelina. He was a monster. <laughs> you called him a monster. Did I really? Yeah. yeah well, Stephanie saying, told me a lot about the John Hine thing. Hey, John, how are you he's feeling? He's so massive. Yeah. Hey, John, how are you feeling about John's it? A big, John's a big guy, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what you said. John, uh, were you insulted? Seriously, were you like, like, I know I felt good that Ronnie wanted to fuck ins- me. John, you weren't insulted, were you? I, I wasn't insulted. I thought it was curious, though, that JD and I, probably your two closest friends here, got it the worst by far. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're calling me massive and, uh, you know. Well, you, you, some- dude, you're, you're a big guy. You, you, you know, you're wide, you're 
you know, you're massive. You sound just like <laughs> Angelina. You're a big dude. Angelina. We're calling, by the way, one fan coined the name uh, Rongelina. I like how Rongelina is into Mike Perlman, despite thinking he was responsible for the great bagel caper. That's true. It's uh, very interesting. So, yeah. John, we did like. Did you walk around at all yesterday feeling a bit kind of rejected, even though Ronnie is Ronnie? But it, it's weird, right, that he's a guy. But when he's in his girl thing, it's you want to be yeah. a gorilla man. Yeah, I mean, look, anytime something like this happens on the show, you want to do well. And, <laughs> right. you know, I finished, thanks to Robin's encouragement, I finished dead last, um, which, you know, and I think deep down, Ronnie's got to have those thoughts in some way, not in a sexual way, but what you just said, you know, no, he thinks dude, I'm a massive you're, you're, you're guy. a big guy, you know, I mean, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that, but well, why wouldn't you dude. fuck him? You wouldn't even blow him. You said <laughs> you oh, no part me, Ronnie, no part. no part. You said he might tear you apart. You weren't sure That's what so to do big. about him. You sounded intimidated by me, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're a big dude. <laughs> Jason's a big girl. dude, but you didn't mind him because of his penis size, I guess. Uh, I don't know. And Benji's no lightweight. He was <laughs> yeah. really in love with Benji. You and Benji was sickening. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> well, ben, you know, ben, Benji, you know, you listen to Benji talk on the air about women and and. You know how he would, how he acts with them. He's very like sensual. So I guess that's <laughs> you, you like them. I get. I guess in my in my uh, in whatever. I, I remember all that shit. I guess I don't know. <laughs> let me um. <laughs> let me um. Let me play this little montage, John. This is from the wrap up show that you guys put together. This is uh, Angelina Ronnie yesterday evaluating different staffers. I think this is fun because Ronnie hasn't heard any of this. Yeah. Uh, so here is your alter ego, Angelina, Ronnie, and just okay. a little montage of you reacting to them. Do you think you would you would get it on with Baba Booey, like with his giant lips? Gary, eat some good pussy. I could see Benji being very sweet. You'd fuck him? It's, he, he's not my type, but maybe. Mike Perlman. He's, he's rugged, tough. right? He's rugged. He's yeah. got shot. What do you think Mike's cock looks like? Uh, it, it's It's probably pretty damn good. I would fuck Will. <laughs> Hard because he needs it. He needs it bad. Yeah. I don't think you'd fuck JD. I really don't. See, JD's the type you get locked up with. That's oh. not my thing. I've heard stories that the biggest dick in the office, Jason Kaplan, he supposedly <laughs> has a cock like an elephant. She fuck doesn't off. even care about John Hine. He's massive. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, not in a bad way. I don't know. It, it just scares me. Yeah. You were afraid of John Hine. Oh, like he was Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> By the way, speaking of John Hine, while I got him here, uh, John is really upset that his local McDonald's closed down for renovations. He's having a hard time. What? That uh, bothers you? I drove by, and uh, it was this nice, like, old-fashioned cottage-looking McDonald's. You know, it's been uh -huh. here forever. And they say, you know, uh, only the drive through is working. I'm like, okay. So I go through the drive through and then later in the week I went back and they said it's closed for renovations and they're going to make it look like all the other ones, like those gray, lifeless buildings. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was very upset by this, Robin. How many times, be honest perks. with me, don't bullshit me. How many times a week you eat McDonald's? A few. I'd say probably three, give Do or take. Do you ever go to the doctor and get like blood work and do they ever yes. analyze? Is yes. it horrible? It's got to be a disaster. No. 
no, this is going to kill you, Howard. My cholesterol is very, very low. Shockingly, mm. it shouldn't be. Um, I, uh, I, you know, my checkups, I check out. Trust me. I know it's not good for you. I, I know the whole spiel. It's but uh, I love going to that drive through It's How it's old fantastic. are you at this point? How old am I? Yeah. 53. It's got to catch him up to him at some point, the way he's eating. I mean, this is crazy. So John's all freaked out. He was forced to branch out to other places like Wendy's. I was going to say, doesn't... there's other McDonald's. I'm sure you find one very close by. Not the that other... close. John goes, not... the other McDonald's near me are not as good. What makes your McDonald's that's near you better it's than different? the other McDonald's? Yeah, I mean, yes. who would know that? you got to eat a lot of fucking McDonald's to taste the difference. <laughs> okay, you know when you go to different pizza places, let's say, but there's one that just gets it right. They get your order right. right. It always is fresh. It tastes great. That's what this McDonald's is. They always get my order right. It always tastes good. No waiting on the line, all that stuff. And then you go to another one, and it's a, it's a clusterfuck. And you're just like, they get my order wrong. i got to wait online. It's, it's a pain in the ass. So when you find a great one of these places... It, it's also it's like when you call and you get a customer service representative who actually knows what to do to help you, and you're just thrilled and you want to talk to them all the time. It's the same. In thing other as words, that. in other words, McDonald's is a franchise, so you're at the mercy of whoever is running that particular franchise. That, but but you're not worried about the quality of the food. You're worried about the service more. Is that correct? It's a combination of both. I mean, it's the service and the quality. Look, the food's pretty much be the same anywhere you go, but it's fresh. It's hot. Again, they get it right. So, yeah, it is the service as well mm. as the food. You know, it's fresh. not going to be the same. There's nothing they ever John. fresh in McDonald's. How dare you, Robin? <laughs> What'd you say, Ron? I said, it's, he, I'm, I'm sorry to burst his bubble, but when he, that place reopens, it'll probably won't be the same. Why? Ronnie, you're breaking my heart again. Because Whoa. now they're going to go to automated, you know, orders. When you come in, you, they have the touch screens, and you put your order in, and then by the time you get it, it's ice cold. Where the one he went to was like an original McDonald's, where you go up to the counter, and you put your order in, and you wait there, and they give it to you immediately, and it's not, you know, ice cold. You're like, you know uh, you're like Debbie Downer. Your name shouldn't be Angelina. I mean, Jesus Christ, you don't know that. You're bumming the guy out. Isn't it going to be the same it, management? Management's not changing, right? It, it might old. change. It might change. The guy might have sold it, and that's why they're redoing it. That's why they're okay. redoing the building. Why, why are you doing this to me, Ronnie? I'm what did I say to you? John. I'm a massive. My McDonald's is now destroyed. Like, Damn, guy's a downer. John, have you fantasized about running a McDonald's? Because Gary told me you have. Like that's yes, dream. I, th I, I thought about buying one, actually. Uh, and how would you run it? To, how, what would be your what would be your? Yeah, you should have bought the one near your house. You could have walked to work. Would have done <laughs> you some good. You wouldn't be so massive that you can fuck Angelina. <laughs> are you what would you be your management philosophy to what are the things you would improve? I would make sure that, you know, the orders were always right. I'd, you know, make it so people would get in and out as quickly as possible. I'd have it as clean as possible. Um, I wouldn't tolerate, you know, I, I would insist that people know what they want when they come in versus wondering what's on the menu and this and that. You're Through talking about the people who are buying stuff. Yes. You're going to figure out how to make them know what they want when they get yes, to the I'm counter. Going, I'm going to educate the customer. I'm going to educate <laughs> how are you the gonna customer. How are you going to do that? 
<laughs> well, when they come in and they look a little lost, I'll put them on a different – I'd have different lines if you're, like, new He's to the place or if you've door. been there a few times. <laughs> and so if you're new, you could take your time with your order and then – but if you're a veteran – So in other words, what Ronnie's saying is true. You you would stand – as the manager, you would – an owner, you would stand at the door and educate people. Say, listen, today – you know, listen, there's not that many things on the menu. You should know what you want the second you get up there. Think yes. about it in advance, asshole. That's Correct. what you would say. Right. Correct. And then when you're waiting on the drive through, you know, as you're waiting behind cars, you can give little tips as to, you know, OK, here's what we have today. Get your order ready. I know some people wait to the last minute. I, How I think would you I would... feel even after you updated the the customer? What if they get inside and start pondering what they're going to order? Would you be upset? Or changing their mind? Right. I would I would have someone come over to them and escort them into the beginner line and they'd have to <laughs> wait there and they could. <laughs> you're just, right. Because if you've been there for a few times, you don't deserve you should that know. kind of treatment. You I should. have to agree with John. If you've been to McDonald's three times, you kind of know the menu. You should have a good idea. Anybody of what you who's want. going to McDonald's three times usually is a little challenged, and they're never going to get it right. Uh, Look, well, John goes three a- times. By the way, you know why they renovated John's local McDonald's? They were afraid yeah. his ass wouldn't fit through the door. He's been going there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they actually opened the whole thing up. It's a double door now. You know oh, what I right, imagine? Though. I imagine John standing there with a stopwatch, you know, while those <laughs> kids get that uh, order together. Because he's going to make it come out fast. It's, do, you ever a- think, do you ever think like you're wasting your time here? Like your talents lie at McDonald's and you should be... <laughs> Owning and running one. Look, I wrote a book, so clearly I got something from it. Um, I, you're right, though, Howard. It's it's not a diner menu. It's not like there's so many things that you have to choose from here. It's pretty straightforward. And I wouldn't put clocks up, Robin, but I put up. I would put up screens so you could see the order as it's being put in, and then you could correct it if the employee is doing it incorrect. It's all about efficiency. <laughs> but I'm like- saying it is about efficiency, and you've got to make sure that line moves right. Yep. Yes, that's why we'd have well, that you one know, you, line. First, you got to spot the beginners who are coming. And those are the skinny people. Right away, you know. The big fat toes, <laughs> you know they've been to McDonald's. They know exactly what's going on. Once somebody gets plump enough, you know to put them right in the other line. Hey, so is it true when you go to McDonald's, you will not touch your fries until you finish your burger? Yes, that's true. Why I eat the is burger that? first. Then I eat the fries, and uh, sometimes I'll sip the drink, but often it's one, two, three. J.D. and I share that trait. We both eat the same way that way. Why do you think you do that? In other words, I like to have the sensation of fries and burger in my mouth at the same time, mixing the taste. I don't know. I, I've been doing it since I was a little kid. I, I, I'm really not sure. Exactly. I know it's weird. I, I yeah, do that's like, what you know, I was eat say. this, Childish. then eat that, then eat that. <laughs> you know, I've seen kids. I remember when, when they go to school in Roosevelt and they have school lunch. And I'd watch kids eat and, like, there'd be, like, turkey with sauce, mashed potatoes, and string beans. And I remember more than, like, most of the people would eat their turkey first. Then they'd eat the mashed potatoes. And then they would eat the whatever the fuck else there is. And I'm like, what, what, what the fuck is wrong with everybody here? <laughs> you, 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 you combine the tastes. Everyone knows that. Except for little kids. Yeah, that's me. I, I do like it separate. And, and it's not, by the way, to prolong the meal. That's bullshit. It's, you know, I like this, then this, then that. Isn't it amazing, John? Like, you've been going to McDonald's and fast food, and you wrote a book about fast food so much that, like, 
you've you really they really should take your suggestions because you know what annoys people like john told me once when he's ordering at mcdonald's he will box out the other customers because he's a big guy like angelina said he will box <laughs> out the other customers oh, yeah. to get his orders before the customers can even order so in other he's words he's not what, moving what? away until no. that order comes out in other words, you make you make your order, and you plant yourself there until you get that bag back. You don't let other people start ordering. What is your philosophy there? What I do is I'll order. I want to make sure that the order is right. So if there's yes. no screen, I don't know that. So I, hopefully they repeat the order back to me. And then I say, okay. And then I will take one step to the right to let the next person come up. But I will stay there waiting for my food. And, you know, I can get a view of the kitchen and see if they're doing it correctly. Because if you don't do that, a lot of times they'll just forget about you. And again, because I special order, it may not be correct. And I don't want to, you know. What is your special order? What is your special order? People want to know. McDonald's, I get a double quarter pounder plain with no cheese, large size. That's the order. Which means... Two patties on a on on a on the bun, nothing on it. No no ketchup, no pickles, nothing on it. An order of fries and a drink, which should take about three seconds to make because there's not cheese, Why? there's nothing. But it's still out of the norm, so therefore they have to take time and concentrate on it. Because you're just putting patties on the bun, Howard. That's all you're doing. There's nothing yep. else that needs to be done. And so what happens sometimes is they deliver your bag of food. You sit down at the table and you go, oh, no, there's cheese. I told these fuckers. There's all the toppings, yeah. No, 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 you're wrong. What (laughs) I'll do, and this is obnoxious, I admit it. If I'm at the drive-thru, let's say, and they give me my order, I do not pull away until I open the bag, inspect the burger, make sure that there's no cheese on it, and then I go. And if there is cheese on it, I hand it right back and I say... Do they ever this say this is incorrect? Do they ever go, uh, sir, we're very busy. Could you move your car, please? What they'll say is, oh, can you please pull up to spot number one or the stop sign and we'll bring it out to you, which takes another three right, minutes. So, all right. So which defeats the purpose me. of the drive through. Sir, would you please move to spot number one, sir? We're, we're, we're very busy. Can you please do that? Uh, as long as I get my double quarter pounder plain with no cheese, that means nothing on it, just the meat and the bun. Sir, we assure you, we heard you, we know what you want, so please, already, I'm going to ask you politely to move to lane one. You, but you got it wrong the first time, so how do I know that you're going to get it correct the second time? Because we're highly trained at McDonald's <laughs> University, and we know what we're doing, sir. Would you please move to lane one? I have a degree long, in this, sir. <laughs> as, as long as I know that my burger will be the way that I ordered it, sure. Uh, look, here's what I know. I've asked you nicely to move to lane one, and I'm going to give you some advice. Maybe consider a salad. You're very large. I don't even think Angelina would fuck you. <laughs> the last time and by you the way, to do the- And by the way, sir, if there is cheese on your burger, let's say we fuck up. How about you just scrape the cheese off and get and get on your way? Doesn't work that way because the cheese gets so melted into the burger and onto the bun, it completely destroys the, uh, the experience that I'm looking for in getting my plain double quarter pounder. And cheese is so fucking horrible. I don't like the taste of cheese on my burger. You know what's interesting to me? They probably know John's car. He's so obnoxious. And they can see it in the line. And they go, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> There's the guy who won't move. Oh, what a- God. 
One of the most embarrassing things that happened to me going to McDonald's is <laughs> I walked up one day and I didn't even order. They just put it in and said, you know, 847. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, and here's they were that, right. That they large had the order man, um, he's coming in. You know his order. Does he want cheese? Hey, cheese is the least of his problems. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing they'll do, Howard, is yeah. they'll throw in an extra medium fry for free because they made a mistake. They'll do that sometimes, too, if they mess yeah. up my order. Just what you need, an extra Exactly. Fry. <laughs> but that's you nice. Put, Would you, you eat the extra medium fry? Sure. Right. Of course. Do you put ketchup on your fries? Gorilla I do not. I have, but I, I don't. I, I prefer I don't either. I never Me put either. condiments on. No condiments. That's why I have three kids. All right. <laughs> so, John, I got a question. So when you, your McDonald's reopens mm -hmm. and everything is computerized now, what are you going to do? Won't that be better, John? Yeah, well, the, they have an app. And on the app, what you can do is you put your order, and I'm p pretending like I haven't done this. I've been doing this for weeks. You put the or <laughs> your order in on the app. So it's specifically what you want. It eliminates yeah. user error when it comes to the cashier, et cetera. And then it says, okay, we've got your order. When you get here, just hit this button. We'll know you're here, and we'll bring out your order. And wow. that's it. Yeah. Do you like that? Yes, I'm a huge fan of that. And they have promos on the... You want your the... food fast. That's it, man. When they say fast food, you want it. I want it fast and I want it accurate. But they also have promos on there where they'll have free fries Friday where they'll give you, you know, a free fry as long as your order meets a certain, uh, you know, um, amount and other things that they do on the app. But basically, they're taking... You're now putting in the order. So you have no right. one to blame but yourself if it's incorrect. I love it. I think it's great. What is the calorie count on your order? I mean, the fries. Do you get a shake also, right? Hold on. I'll look it up. I do not get a shake at McDonald's. Oh. No. What oh, is your okay. drink of choice? I get, a, I get a Diet Coke, Robin, because I oh. am concerned. <laughs> Excellent. That's no problem. You know how healthy that is. You're so big <laughs> and wide and massive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. John, didn't you, when we had interns, John would, you know, John would put them through like a boot camp when it came to ordering oh, really? his food because we used to send the interns out for food. And uh, you would really get angry if your sandwich came back with pickles or lettuce, right? Because you really laid it down to them. I wouldn't get angry. I would just explain to them how this is what I asked for. The order is not correct. So please go back and get the correct order. Wow. And uh, a lot of the interns are not like me for that reason. Well, <laughs> see, that's why me? I think that's the kind of boss he's going to be if he takes mm -hmm. over the McDonald's. Well, maybe it'll His be good. employee turnover will be ridiculously high. You mean you would just... say to an intern, hey, look, go. Like, so let's say they put pickles on and you didn't want pickles. They'd have to, couldn't you just take that and wipe out the pickles and like just, you could take the pickles off. I've done that. There's no pickle yeah. juice. Pickles aren't bad. I can deal with pickles. It's like mayo or cheese or anything mm -hmm. that gets mixed into the, you know, into the burger. I see. Mm. And you will go back and you will get me the proper order. <laughs> One of the things the guys used to love when we had interns, John would, John wanted an apple in the morning. Go uh -huh. figure. Jason, you tell the story. So uh, I'm getting this from one of the guys who used to get it for John. He, uh, uh, John would be very upset if the apple was bruised. 
And uh, uh, like John said, he would never send it back. He would just be like a, like a dad. Like, you know, I'm not angry at you. I'm, I'm disappointed in you. Uh, but the, the queue used to get it for John. Uh, said John would get irrationally angry if his apple was bruised in the morning. What I'm well, thinking about is imagine you're like a parent and, you know, you're, you're scraping together the money for this kid to go to college. The kid says, hey, you know, I'm interning at the Howard Stern show. And the kid so can I can learn something about my craft, about, about, my, radio, about radio and stuff. Vacations, yeah. <laughs> And and you find out kind of through talking to the kid, kid finally opens up. You think he's about to open up to he's gay or maybe he's LGBTQ or maybe he's, uh, I don't know, maybe he killed somebody. I don't know what it is that kids come out. But, and they go, um, um, yeah, um, I get John Hines McDonald's every day. And then the parent goes, what? Then, and then what, what? What are you doing? I'm paying for this? Yes. Yes. John Hines gets sure very upset. Apple is not bruised. He doesn't was, send it back, but he's disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I was very kind to the interns. Jason, I did I not make the interns pick up the ice that I sold one time. Somebody else did Ooh. that. That was you. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, John, you want to go back mm. and forth on that? No, you win. <laughs> because I, I, I can you. see you, Jason. After I drew a line in the office and yelled <laughs> at anyone who crossed it. Uh, I, that, well, I didn't draw it. That was with tape. And that was because of medicated Pete, who you repeatedly sent over to me while I was working. But That's independent true. of that. Um, Robin, you mean you had to draw a line by your desk so that medicated Pete wouldn't cross over he it? He couldn't cross it the was, line? It was masking tape. And we put I put it across so he Behind knew not it. to come over because he would linger over me and, and <laughs> shake a piece of paper the entire time, which Gary, Jason, Will, and everyone else found hysterically funny as I was trying <laughs> right. to work. The Heinlein was in, fe- was in effect long after Medicated Pete left, though. John That's kept true, that line really. down, and nobody could cross it. But yeah, I, I heard, Jason, another- you used to snap your fingers and tell the interns no, coffee. That's a lie. That's it's what I heard. That's a lie. I know that's what you, you know heard. What, you know what's it's funny? A lie. You know, lately all these stories come out about what a prick somebody is for, right. you know, hosting a show. And, they, and they're I'm, the hosts of the show. They're the hosts of the show. It's my staff that's pricked. <laughs> I'm nice. <laughs> You're very John nice. Heinlein with his burger. <laughs> I'm the um, nice one. You know I'm too nice. Howard, um, to answer let's your go. Question. Oh, wait a second. Oh, yes, please answer the question. Uh, Twelve hundred calories is the calorie amount in the what I order. Okay. Even with your soda be diet, you're at twelve hundred calories. Zero calories in the soda, seven twenty in the burger, and four ninety in the fries. And Robin, my employees would be excellent because the ones who thrive. I would treat very, very well, and, and they would get bonuses and become managers and, in turn, keep the staff happy and productive. Ronnie, you don't eat that like shit, a, do you? No. No. Ralph, what no, do you no. want? Well, you know what? It, it, in, um, John Stephanie Hine eats it. She, she has lives been, on it, too. She, she's like John. Yeah, but John Hine has been using fast food restaurants for so long. Regular restaurants bother him. Where yeah, I know. I took him to a nice restaurant. Food. He went to McDonald's beforehand, tanked up. Yeah. <laughs> tanked up. Yeah. That's not what true. What do you want, Ralph? I, I, I like good restaurants. Uh, uh, quickly, a comment, a question, a tip. Uh, it, the, John is 110% right. Like, there's a McDonald's by me, and it's run by idiots, so I hardly ever go in there. Because, like, the fries are cold, the burger is mushy. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just a bad experience. So I would totally go to one of his places. Yeah, and no, I like a man who runs want- a tight ship. Yeah, and when you order, anybody, when you do this, order it like I get a, a cheeseburger, but with 
extra pickles and no ketchup. So they have to make it fresh. They can't pick stuff off. You know what I mean? They, 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 they're not going to mm. give you something that's sitting around. So make a special request and always be I fresh. don't care. I wanted it so fast. When I was into fast food, I used to eat it every day at Roy Rogers. I wanted to fast. I never ordered any specialty item. I was just like, you know what? I want you didn't that make any special instructions. No, no my my <laughs> shit was already wrapped up, laying under that heat lamp, <laughs> and I went in, man. I, but I, of course, my health my health took a big downturn, so I had to get off all that stuff. It was just horrible. Did you wolf it you down can't... in the car? No, no, no. We, me, Rob, and Fred, there. We, yeah. We'd sit there like 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 uh, like gentlemen and uh, have our <laughs> have our delicious hey, yeah, meal. Pace. We would eat at a leisure pace. <laughs> I had hey, two God, double. I, I had two double burgers, a fries, a shake, and an apple pie. No wonder I was well into my two hundred thirty-five pound range. <laughs> so, John, do you take this stuff home and eat it, or do you eat it right there? I take it home usually, but isn't it cold by then? No. Because you keep it in, you know, the bag does a good job insulating it, and um, it does. It's not too far from where I live. Oh, okay. Wait a second. How about the fries? You can't wait till they get home. They'll, they'll be cold. You got to eat that everything. St- everything stays in the bag. I have a question. Do you ever walk home from McDonald's and maybe so dip close. your hand, like <laughs> dip your hand into the bag and pull out a few fries while you're either walking home or if you're driving home, maybe dip in and have a few fries in the car. I try very hard not to. I'll put it in the back seat of my car so I can't reach it. <laughs> Is that because you want your hamburger experience first and then the fries? So uh, like, you won't do that. I like to have the complete meal, you know, at, at one sitting. Not necessarily, you know, tease it with anything up front. And Howard, I don't but, understand why you can't have it once in a blue moon. Just just one time. I know how much you love the taste of some of this stuff. But you choose not to. Why? Because I I don't like the health aspect of it. In other words, you know, I, 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 every meal to me feels like I should try to improve my health. You could also it's not, smoke a cigarette all once in a while. You could, but I don't do it. You know, so that's kind of... Oh, by the way, on our phone to add to this conversation is John Hine audiobook. Everybody loves it. Well, I was going to say John Hine did have a protocol for if you have to eat in your car. Yeah, we're going to get to that in a second. But, Robin, this is very important. John Hine audiobook is on the phone. Go ahead, okay. John. Managing the drive through has become an art form. <laughs> there are many variables to calculate, and you need a little luck on your side. If you follow these guidelines, it will maximize your odds of having a quick, enjoyable drive through experience. Hmm. My first general rule of thumb is to avoid combination restaurant drive throughs it's tough enough to get things right with one brand, and multiple brands lead to multiple errors. If it's at all possible, <laughs> keep driving until you find a standalone driver. Oh. Wow, this fucking guy. I mean, no offense, John. I mean, you know, what? once in a blue moon might be a good idea for you to have uh, fast food. Not three times a week. I mean, you're too into this. I, I, I definitely have it too much. I, and is I, it always it, McDonald's, or do you... No, very. I vary it. I'll go to Wendy's, Chick Fil A. There are other places that I'll go to, but McDonald's is my go-to for sure. I'll never go to Burger King though. Never. Where you get your shake from? Where you get your shakes? Chick Fil A. They make a fantastic cookies and cream shake. <laughs> no wonder uh, you wouldn't fuck him, uh, Angelina. You, uh... <laughs> John, I got a suggestion for you though. 
Okay. You should get one of those little insulated bags like we used to get Howard's lunch in, and it keeps it nice and nice and warm. It's a good little idea. insulated bag. Keep it in your car. You're That's going so much, you might as well make an investment. And it'll be, yeah. Yeah. It'll really be nice and hot when you get home. Robin's right. Invest in a bag. I mean, <laughs> so you get it nice Imagine and hot. If I did that though at the at the McDonald's I owned, if I gave out the ins- I don't know what the cost would be, but you know, give out insulated bags for takeout orders. I think people would appreciate that. Could probably charge a little bit more too. Let's well, go you're to not running a McDonald's. Stop teasing us. <laughs> Let's go head. to Randy, yes, who can. fantasizes about John running a McDonald's and uh, has a question. Go ahead, Randy. Uh. Hey, yeah. Hey, John. So I was at a McDonald's last night and uh, I ordered two four piece chicken nuggets and I wanted like you. I have my uh, needs with nuggets and I ordered three extra sweet and sour and three ranch and they gave me one of each. And uh, I was like, no, I ordered three on the on the, you know, the machine they got there. And they're like, oh, no, you got to pay for those. I'm like what? Machine. So I'm wondering, would you charge people for their extra sauces? It depends how ridiculous you got out of hand. No, I wouldn't charge you for that, especially if you sounds like you're a repeat, a repeat customer. But if someone asks for like 50 packets of sauce or something like that, you got to draw the line somewhere. Ronnie, I saw you nodding your head. You were upset about this. About well, the yeah, extra because sauce. The, the guy said, no, the guy said he ordered it through the machine. And that's, there's the problem. Like if you go to the counter and you actually order through a person, they're going to give you the extra. When you order through a machine, they're not going to do it. They it's, don't they have to be at, personable with they're you. They're just going to go yeah, In sauce? other words, when you okay, have the machine, in, you know? you're right. With the, with the machine, they're like, hey, fuck this guy. I'm not looking at him. Yeah, right. Right. There's no personal contact. Exactly. But I do picture John being like Gus from Breaking Bad at that chicken place. Right. <laughs> Look how happy those employees were, Robin. Come on. That oh my God, they shook in their boots. <laughs> um, and by the way, let me just do this real quick because I got to take a break. But um, uh, just I'm just finishing up on this whole Ronnie discussion and yeah. the hypnotism, which was so fascinating. And uh, finally, John, you heard the, the sex talk between Benji and Ronnie. He doesn't remember a thing, but it was intense. People really reacted to it. Yeah, they were both into it, and uh, the whispering just was on a new scale of creepiness when you listen to it on both guys. Listen to this. Oh, my God, I had to stop listening when Benji started talking dirty to Ronnie as Angelina. His creepy voice was so gross, I threw up in my mouth. Ooh, Howard, I've been listening for many years, and this is the first time I threw up my breakfast listening to Benji with Ronnie. So gross and weird. You've got to be curious what you were up to there, Ronnie, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I I, I got to go back and listen to the show now. You know what? I'd almost say it would be a good show to just play the whole thing back for Ronnie and just watch his face. Right. <laughs> you know, it's weird. This this hypnotism is something that is so unbelievable to me because Ronnie doesn't it. really remember it. You love it. He loves it. He I loves love it. it. I love it, dude. I really do. Yeah. Well, I mean, anyway, you don't even yeah. care about being pegged and all of that stuff. You'll go through it to have the experience of being hypnotized. Well, yeah, well, you you could be hypnotized. I'm assuming without all the craziness. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, by like the way, the, like this morning when Stephanie left for work, like I gave her a big hug and it, making out with her and stuff. I never do that. Right? It wow. was weird. He, he planted the suggestion. What can I tell you? I um, would hey. fuck Will. I know that. I know that. That's Angelina, by the way. Something's going um, up my ass, man. What the fuck? Uh, 
by the way, a lot of people say to me, you know, uh, Howard, you complain and complain and complain about King of All Blacks and his phone calls. Like yeah. even today, I pick up the phone on him and he's not there. I mean, not there. Pick, and then there's always a problem with his Bluetooth. He says, you know, I'm not sure who is the bigger idiot, King of All Blacks or Howard. Why would you pick up on some asshole who never has a decent connection? Howard, you win. You're the king of all idiots for picking up on this guy. Now people are calling me an idiot because of you, King. No, they're just, they're just trying to put a wedge in. Um, this morning wasn't my fault. That happened on the other end. It wasn't had nothing to do with me. That's, that's what I was saying. I want to tell you that right off the bat. So that's why I didn't connect. Now, the second thing, can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, go, I'm nervous now. I'm Just go ahead. So, okay. I went on Ronnie's on Instagram, and the second video, he had semi-gloss on his wall. It was so tacky. Oh, my God. In the first video, he's driving the Mercedes. I want to know what kind of was because it looked, I, I loved it. But then you go to the second video and say, semi cross a person driving a Mercedes would never put that shit on their wall. What is it about semi-gloss that is unclassy to you? I'm not, I'm not familiar with this. The imperfections is supposed to be flat, and and the trimming, the uh uh, uh the um the molding, the uh the molding is supposed to be in semi gloss, the crown molding or your moldings. But the, so when you the go on Ronnie's social media, you you laugh at his walls and decor because it's uh, not it's not classy. See, Ron, this is what you do. You open yourself up to this nonsense. I'm not sitting there. Why are you doing that? This guy, this guy, you know, everything is better of his is better than anybody's. So that's fine. I, 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 no, no, I'm not saying, Ronnie, I I swear, I'm not saying anything is better. But don't, like, where were you raised? Don't you know that (laughs) the walls are supposed to be flat? I I mean, I'm serious. do you know I wasn't that, Ron? Looking for it. No, no, I didn't know that. I, I, I think people are allowed to do what they want. But Who you, are you saying it right, right, Ronnie? Does it say? Think, is it like a the gloss looks like? In other words, it's cheap looking. It's like the projects. It's like the projects, right. and the projects they have the projects. gloss, so it, it so they could clean. You know, all the fingerprints goes about thousand kids in there. So when 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 they when when um in your house is everything is supposed to be flat and then the, the, it's, it's the, everybody knows that you have to go out your way to paint that in semi gloss. So he Who looks like he that, lives honey? in the projects, is what you're saying. I live saying. in the projects. That's it. There you go. <laughs> you, you got, do you have a lead paint, Ronnie, on your walls? <laughs> yeah, lead paint. Yes, I have lead paint. <laughs> what kind, of, what kind asbe- of paint do you use? Asbestos, too? I have asbestos. Oh, good, I have good, asbestos, good. too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what King kind of paint do you use, Ronnie? I didn't paint it. The painter painted it. Benjamin Moore. Benjamin Moore. Benjamin Moore. Oh, good. Okay. At least you got that. But okay. what, didn't the painter didn't the painter tell you not to do that to your walls, or he didn't care? I don't understand. 
I picked out the paint we wanted. Me and Stephanie picked out the paint, and that was it. Okay. Yeah, but that, then they told you that, one I don't of the semi-tall. To, I don't have to live up to your expectations. I'm sorry. Ronnie, I'm you know? just, Ronnie, I swear, they asked you. Ronnie to likes a lot of that tacky shit. Show. When I first met Ronnie, his limo was decorated with all kind of weird shit. Like Playboy, yeah, bunny, shit, fucking, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah my, my, my house is Ronnie. It doesn't matter that he's using yes, semi-gloss tacky. on the walls. Oh. Yeah, it's tacky. I don't know. It's very tacky. But I straightened him out with that limo. Robin, do you have semi-gloss on any of your walls? I know you don't, Howard. Do you, Robin? No, I don't. No, I don't. I see. See? <laughs> it shows what kind of person but, you are. But Ronnie wants semi-gloss. That's why they make it. There's some people who do. Ronnie, in your new no, house that you're building, did you, yes. did you put semi-gloss on the walls? No. How do you know? Why not? Because we already picked out the painting. The paint. Why didn't you get semi-gloss? Because we, that's not what we wanted in the house. See back back See, then when I painted the, when we, when I painted the house back then that's what I wanted. Things hmm. changed. No, somebody you know? got to him. Somebody told him. Yeah, somebody got oh. to me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah enough of this. Leave Ronnie me. alone. Yeah. Ronnie was yeah, a somebody, good sport. <laughs> yeah, somebody got to me. <laughs> somebody got to him and straightened him out. All right. Yeah, yeah, he straightened me out. Well, yeah. somebody should have straightened out King yesterday when we asked him to go along with Ronnie as Kathy and yeah, he peed on. Shot. He was yeah. terrible. Yeah. King King was like, I'm out of here. I don't want Ronnie <laughs> pissing on me. <laughs> you were up for a good time with the King. He was he bombed out on you. Huh. All right, let PD finish. Go ahead, PD. Hey, uh, Ronnie, I'm coming to your defense. King of all blacks, uh, you're not true on that. If you have good walls and they did a good tape job and there's no nail holes showing, uh, semi-gloss is the best look you can have on walls. So, Ronnie, don't listen to him. All right. Thank you. Says, right. Thank you. At the People time think Ronnie... there are these rules that you have plus, to go by. Plus there we, aren't any we paint, rules. We painted a long time ago, and that was bright colors and everything. It was in then. Okay, and not only that, Ronnie was going to a lot of strip clubs back then when he painted, and you know he was trying to get no, strip club decor. Nothing. Oh, stop it! <laughs> nothing to do with that. By the way, I do want to mention one more thing. Beside Ronnie, how, what a hit he was with his hypnotism, um, and Scott Schmieren, of course, the hypnotist, uh, fake Alex Jones. Uh, a lot of people love him. Um, Howard, great Alex Jones bit on Monday show. If you remember. Alex uh, Jones was complaining about quotes from our puppet being attributed to him. And so the fans loved it because the our puppet got on and was upset about the real Alex Jones and the article. And it got very confusing, but uh, loved you playing the audio of him saying he never said those things and then immediately played audio of him saying those things. Howard, the Alex Jones wrap-up show and Jones Thology were funny as shit today. Creative Alex Jones impressions are incredible, blah, 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 and so on and so forth. So there you go. Uh, that's everything the fans wrote us. Ronnie, you were the big hit. You and Alex oh, Jones. So there you go. You were... Yeah, I, I just wanted to tell you that, uh, you know, Stephanie listens to the show, but she's never really seen the uh, the set of Alex Jones that, uh, you know, the wiki does. Yeah. And mm -hmm. she, was so, she was so impressed with it. She couldn't believe it, how real it looked on camera. It's crazy. Well, I'm glad Stephanie is impressed because uh, that's kind of my goal. She was a great help yesterday. She had to stay she with was. Ronnie to make sure he didn't hurt himself.
And she I want really to thank, pitched in, yeah. I want to thank Ronnie's girlfriend, fiance, Stephanie, that uh, she really did help us out because we couldn't leave Ronnie alone in the room while he was hypnotized, and she was such a good sport and helped out. And now with your new loving feelings for Stephanie that Scott Schmieran implanted into you, will you speed up the date of your wedding to Stephanie Ronnie? Go ahead and answer well, that. Yeah, advance one. Like I told, I've told you before, once we, we move and get settled in Vegas, we're going to do it right away right. there. Ronnie's a man in love. Oh, he says oh. right away. Yeah. There you go. Well, not th- not two days later, but I'm saying probably within six months. Probably, probably. three days. Three days later. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, we're well, still if this loving of- feeling persists, maybe so. Yeah, I better get hypnotized again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do, do, do a booster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, Ron. Thank you for that all yesterday. Right. You were a good sport, and we appreciate right, that, and and we we loved it. Lo- and please it, listen man. to Any- it. Good. Anytime, anytime you want me to do it, I'm there. Well, right, call, you really want call to Scott Schmieran. I need him here tomorrow. What? <laughs> if he really wants to be hypnotized, he can get a hold of Scott. Yeah, I yes. know. I know. That's right. He's a busy well, we guy, like- though. He was telling me people fly him, like, to different states, and he spends days at their house and stuff. It's crazy. Right. Do you but, care you to know. apologize to J.D. and John Hine for rejecting them sexually as Angelina? Well, not John so much because John, I, I, I always John's a big guy, and I guess in my <laughs> subconscious, it stays there. It's not right. that You're that so I, I'm saying he's fat or anything. He's just a big dude, you know. Right. And I guess a a girl would feel like they're going to get crushed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you like were very sensitive as a girl, like, I I just can't wrap myself around that. <laughs> Yep. You were very right. sensitive as a young woman. Well, if, I, if I hurt anybody's feelings, I'm sorry. I all right, apologize. Ronnie, good job. You were terrific right, at that. And uh, John Hine, thank oh, you for all the thoughts. My pussy is so smooth. All right, easy there, Angelina. <laughs> my pussy is dripping uh, for you as we speak. I know it is, but you've got to calm down now. It's the end of right the show. Right up the now. crack of my ass. Yeah, come on, honey. you got to calm down. There's no thong under there. There's nothing. <laughs> think about my asshole. Oh. God, it's so funny it. when you asked uh, Brangelina or whatever her name was, oh. Angelina, uh, if she, what she wore to the beach, if she wore a bikini, and she started laughing at you. Like, right. what a ridiculous oh. question. <laughs> she was so hot. Of course she wears only a thong. Um, Tomorrow, John Stamos will be with us. Oh, yes, Ronnie, go ahead. I see Ronnie no, has just, a thought. I was going to say to Robin that uh, that's how I... Uh, if I was a girl for a day, like I've always tried to tell people, I'd like to be just uh-huh. to see how it feels on the other end of a girl, you know, the girl getting fucked from a guy. Uh, I would definitely, you know, be that hot chick. I would be in <laughs> yes, a song. Would. I would be, you know, that <laughs> yeah. would be my thing. Um. Well, uh, you know, the one question we all had was why one girl was partially shaved and had the little design in her bush, and the other girl was shaved completely. Yeah, when he was Kathy, he was fully shaved. When he was Angelina, yeah. he had a little heart shape on his uh, bush. You know what, Robin? That's a good question, but maybe for another day. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I got to end this. It's now. a mystery to us. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll keep All right. it a mystery. 